speaking of beer for dinner, check out what I just uh, sent the group there. The new flavors of Lay's potato chips. Flamingo pickle dill. Dill pickle. Flaming hot. Wavy. Flaming. <laughs> Not flamingo. Oh. I was like, what kind of flavor is flamingo? Welcome back, everyone, to the IO Panel Podcast, episode 144. My name's Evan. I'll be your host this week. With me, as usual, are James and Mike, our best friends. How are you guys doing this week? What up? Pretty what good. Up? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Always, hey. always a pleasure. Glad to be back. Back in the saddle. Glad to be back on the show. Yeah. Long-time listener, first-time caller. No. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I want you to work on a call-in line. Yes, sir. Got it. We'll go unused because we never tell anyone when yeah. we start. And no one has the ability to listen live to the show. Correct. <laughs> but uh, we we'll, do have a call-in line. <laughs> but we'll get the call-in line. Yeah, we'll get it squared away. Don't worry. We'll just ask, like, James will turn his head away from the microphone like... No, the call line will be my cell phone number, and I'll just, I'll just, just uh, put it up to the microphone. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have it on the speaker, you know. Oh no, yeah, we right. Could, that exists. Could, Speakerphones exist, right? We could do a call in line where people call a Google Voice number and leave a message, and then we can play that back on the show. That seems dumb. That's actually interesting, but. but I guess it's <laughs> two whatever. very different <laughs> polar opposites. Like, interesting. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Any any uh, interesting activities, purchases, occurrences, thoughts this this past week? We should call this episode "Reflections." Mm. Discuss. <laughs> Well, uh, as you know, Evan, I've recently made a new purchase. I thought you'd be like, I am recently married. So I you. bought a handful of human teeth. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't buy teeth, you acquire them. No. <laughs> <laughs> there was some story I read, I, I'm sure it was on Reddit, um, where some lady was remodeling her house and she found like an Altoids tin with ch- child's teeth in it. And she tried to contact their previous owners, and she got someone to respond. Um, so they were like, uh, can I have those back? She's like, okay. So she sent them and then, t- and then told a neighbor. And the neighbor was like, that's weird. They didn't have any kids. She's like, uh. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> that's interesting. Okay. I mean, you know, every- you got to collect something. Jesus. I'm not judging. Right, right. Well, I, as you know, I recently ordered a new keyboard, finally. Yep, nice and loud. Yeah, so that should be good for our, the show. I'm excited um, for you. Do you have a, uh, an ETA, ETA on that yet? Well, that same night I got an email that said, like, guaranteed by Friday. So, so okay. a week, basically. I was if I had ordered the other keyboard, which I wanted to do, 
You know, the one on Amazon? Yep. If I'd ordered that Friday, I would have had it for today. Although it probably would have come to like 6 p.m. or some shit. But, right. Yeah. <clears throat> it's okay. I mean, you made, I guess you made the right choice. It's yeah. what you wanted. No, it matches. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. louder. Is it? Oh, yeah. Than the one I would have bought? Yep. Oh, okay. Now we're talking. Yeah. It's like now I can sound really busy no matter what, <laughs> which, by the way, is the main perk for having a mechanical keyboard in the office. You'd be Dude, typing total garbage and everyone thinks you're really busy. <laughs> I've had people sit at my desk and they're like, oh, my God. And <laughs> one guy, he couldn't even type on it. Why? I don't know. He's like, ah, he's like, this is too whatever. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, so regular keyboard. <laughs> That guy must live a really dull life. That I don't know. Or he's just a guy who doesn't like his keyboards. Like, clack, 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 clack. That's it. I have forgotten. Fine. Fair. Maybe maybe it takes more pressure to hit those keys. And that was the problem. He's not used to that. It should take less pressure. Those are very light switches. But I kind of equate that to someone, you know, if you cook a meal... And you're like, did you like that meal? And the other person says, yeah, it was quite good. What was it? And you told them what it was, and it happened to be a food they hate. And you're like, ugh, I'll never eat that again. Like, you just said you liked it. What's your problem? Like, it's all in their head. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. These are dull people. Anyways, Mm -hmm. congratulations on your purchase. Yeah, other than that, uh, not really anything I can uh, think of to No life-changing revelations, no Mm -hmm. uh, mushroom trips, give you a new perspective on reality, whatnot? No, no. No? Okay. Someday. Yeah, someday. There we go. Mm. There I'm hearing the more. What you talking about? You got some hiss? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not hearing any hissing. Oh, interesting. I wonder if it's you. Anyways. Is it me? I don't know. Did you do anything interesting this past week, James? No. Okay. No work. Uh, Space engineers. Okay. More boxes or survival? Survival. Yeah, just constantly. uh, It's funny. Like, so you build a box. And then, so basically, all the so for people who don't know, (laughs) my complaint to them a long time ago was whenever I build something in Space Engineers, it's just a box with this or that in it, or this or that stuck to the sides of it, because I'm just not very creative when it comes to like sculpting and making things in, in a game. So, and if you've seen Space Engineers, it's like you can make all kinds of crazy stuff in it, you know. But the core shape is box, you know, (laughs) and then people build onto that with angles and all kinds of stuff like that. But I don't. So I created this box and then I kind of said, I need a hanger over here. I need engine pods here, here, here and here. And I just built those things on and it's slowly become this like (sighs) keloid. I mean, it's or a or as our friend used to say, a blickup. I mean, (laughs) it just kind of like popped out and all this. It has all these cancerous growths on the side of it, which kind of gives it its own, like, kind of flair, I guess. It's not so boxy anymore. So it's kind of cool. It's all function, but it's I like it. It's terrifying now. I mean, yeah, I guess. 
you know, with stairs and all kinds of weird shit all over the place. Ladders everywhere. Just like, build like you need a, a ladder box around it to hide its hideousness. <laughs> and just give it the full boxiness, yeah. full box treatment. I don't want to do that, though. I like the flate. I like what it's got. I like what it's done so far. So I'm having like, fun, though. I like this cancer look you got going on. Yeah, lumpy. <laughs> like, a, like a fine oatmeal. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, ugh, gross. <laughs> So you didn't buy any uh, any boots or mice or anything? No, there's a game that I'm thinking about picking up. It's only twenty bucks. Uh, after I get paid, it's called Intruder. It's a stealth based multiplayer game. So you and your friends are like on a. Is that kind of like Stranger? I don't know what Stranger is. That's uh, where. Oh, never mind. We'll talk about it later. Uh, yeah. So this game, you just. Basically, the whole idea is you, with your buddies, you guys are like, uh, like, like a hit team or like a, a breaking, like a B and E team. I don't know, a strike team or something. Well, B and E, yeah, well, B and E, yeah. And you, so you're sneaking into the house to get to, uh, you're sneaking into this mansion to be un. You're supposed to go in unnoticed and either kill all the guards or steal something or whatever. Um, it looks like a lot of fun. I love that kind of stealth gameplay. I love that kind of really high-end tactical shit. So I'll probably pick that up. It's only 20 bucks right now. It's in, sounds like a breeding ground for criminal activity. Sounds like a breeding ground for toxicity, which is probably what <laughs> yes. it's really going to be. <laughs> I'll but, give it three days. Yeah. We'll see. So, yeah. Mm. I'll probably pick that up. But that's it. Oh, yeah. And uh, I played the, what's called call it, beta. Oh, oof. I suppose to post that on the link on the show. Oh, dang! Mm, I forgot. That's okay. I didn't. I didn't give you a heads up. I Maybe forgot all about you, it. I you, went to the show this weekend. I forgot. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it this weekend. Okay. But yeah. Nothing else new. Though. Screenshots of the Division Two is what he's talking about. Yes. All right. Good. Well, since you didn't buy any boots or mice this week, and I had the thought that you might not, I just went ahead and did that for you. Huh. Um, but I had them sent to my house, so I bought them. Fit for uh, yourself. Yes. Uh, <laughs> what did you buy? <laughs> what, did, what did you buy, Evan? I, I had told you I bought some uh, Wolverine boots, and oh right, uh, finally, the competitor to the Final Mouse uh, Ultralights, the glorious PC gaming race Odin Mouse, specifically the Odin Model O in four different surface textures, uh, was released for pre-order. So I reserved one of those. Hopefully. I will actually get it early April. Hmm. So I'll give you a little rundown when I have it in hand. Very I'm looking forward to it, though. Because it's a good mouse. Should be a good mouse from a not shitty company. Mm-hmm. Nice. And that's what I'm looking for. A, shitty, um, a not shitty mouse from a not shitty company. <clears throat> yeah. Pretty much. That's what we're all looking for in life. Um, yeah, we got two checks in the win column. So, hey, uh, who's? I'm sorry to interrupt you. So I just logged into the show's website. Mm-hmm. Look, I know you guys listen to this show because you expect to hear something other than us just riffing off each other for the first five minutes of the show. But I'm just gonna really quickly just do a little inside baseball talk here. <laughs> Why is who is Loopy and who's Samuel L. Jackson in our comments? Uh, Loopy is very likely a friend of mine from Quake, who I have met, Mike. Mm-hmm. Several times. Uh-huh. No. His name is Roger. Hi, Roger, if you're listening. And Samuel Jackson. Hi, Roger. I'm, I'm yeah. 
I'm going to assume is Rick. Although uh. he he it could be someone else cuz Rick actually like the first name that he registered was something like a friend you used to have. Yeah, some yeah, shit yeah. like that a long time ago. Um but yeah, I don't I don't know for a fact who the Samuel Jackson. Maybe it's Jamie. I don't know. No one else comments on these things. Yeah. I love <laughs> Loopy commented on on the show feeding her butt. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with us? Oh, we are broken. <laughs> all right, I'm, all right. That's all I had, guys. I'm sorry. Good, Michael. Did you did you happen to listen to the intro from last week's episode? James? Yes, I did. It was great. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't it. know. I did nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I did listen to it. It, it did. Oh, good. Okay. okay, I'm glad. Oh, okay. um, so you said it was. So James, your thing—it wasn't called Stranger; it was called what? The game? Uh, intruder. I intruder. Oh, okay. No, Stranger is where you sit on your hand. Oh, so it goes or you sit on your arm; it goes numb. That's called the Stranger. The yeah, Stranger. There you I go. thought that's what you were talking and that about, but I, I was like, yeah, yes. it's about masturbating. That's not a game. Oh, it's He's a like, game. Well, oh, we'll <laughs> talk about it later. <laughs> Fuck out of here. My, I don't know about you, James, but my masturbation is very competitive <laughs> and multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> it is not, but you know, whatever. It, c- it could be. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I so also always room for more. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I went uh, to Mike's favorite. <laughs> like, I'm just. I'm gonna put in like ten seconds of silence there. <laughs> Maybe a little violin music. Uh, <laughs> I went to Mike's absolutely favorite retail B and M store. At uh, about 5 a.m. today to buy some moving boxes to start packing. B- BM? B and M? Brick and mortar? <laughs> right. This sounds not, too much like. Not poop? <laughs> yeah. Poop store? No, no it could, be, could be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, people have probably pooped in the middle of this store for sure. It is Walmart. Um. Oh, so you went to Walmart? Yeah. Yeah. I actually went to Walmart yesterday. It was why unexpected and unwelcome. Like, no. Yeah, I was about to say <laughs> unwelcome and uh, terrifying, and against my will. <laughs> sort of. But did you get some yeah. socks? No, I was looking for one thing in particular, and you get some George Foreman they, pants. We could not find it. So. Oh. Uh, I mean, no. they sell tiaras. Elsewhere, so I'm sure you'll find one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. TRS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. Evan's like trying to be like, ha, 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 ha. Michael's, Mike's a princess. I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know where he's going with that, but that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. You are royalty oh, in our hearts, Mike. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever, whatever you say, Evan. <laughs> and you know who else is royalty in our hearts, Mike? Jan Michael Vincent. You're absolutely fucking right. Let's talk about that. All right. So, we've come to find out that maybe last month sometime in in February, beloved Jan Michael Vincent died. So, for all of you saying right now, who is Jan Michael Vincent? Well, I'm here to tell you. Valid question, by the way. It is a valid question. You may not remember, which is understandable. 
He is probably best known as being the star of the TV show Airwolf from the 80s. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently he fell off in a big way after that. But prior to that, he had been... Apparently, I didn't realize he was in all these big movies before. He was in with he was in a movie with Charles Bronson called The Mechanic, which they've since remade with uh, Jason Statham. Um, he was in he was in a movie with Burt Reynolds called Hooper, <laughs> and he was in a surfing movie which I've never heard of called Big Wednesday. Um. He's also in a movie with uh, Kim Basinger called Hard Country in 1981. Sounds like Mm. porno. Well, you know. He was in a movie with Chris Christopherson called Vigilante Force. Which sounds (laughs) about right. Please tell me about that. Have you seen it? I have not. I would definitely need to watch that. I need a review from you. Yes, it sounds amazing. Vigilante Force. Mm Mm-hmm. That's like the the movie I told you about uh, a couple weeks ago. I think it was with Brandon Lee. It's mm-hmm. called Laser Mission. Oh, yeah. That was also from the 80s, I think. Oh, or the early 90s, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> that sounds great. So, I'm going to assume you don't know the answer to this, Mike, but I'll, I'll still ask. Did Jan Michael Vincent think too highly of himself? Like, did he turn down roles thinking he was too good for them? And then people stopped asking, and then, you know, things just took a turn for the worse. Or was he typecast? No, from what I understand, he, uh, unfortunately, he had some, he had some inner demons to wrestle with. <sighs> so he was uh, an alcoholic and a, and a drug user. Mm. Like hardcore drugs, like heroin and stuff. Um, that is unfortunate. So that doesn't that doesn't help one's prospects, I guess. No, generally not. Although, I mean, it was I'll say it was the eighties. He was apparently in one or more car accidents that kind of fucked him up too, mm-hmm. which didn't help. Is that how he lost his leg? Uh, I think it was a contributing factor. So, twenty twelve, he lost part of his leg. It says just here due to an infection, so I'm not sure exactly. Right. Um, apparently, though, get this: in 1984, the so the Airwolf show was 1984 to 1986. He was being paid two hundred thousand dollars for every episode. That was a Holy lot back shit. then. Wow, that is yeah. a hell of a lot of money. So he was doing well, you know. And I remember when forget, it was. This is 1984 money. So yeah, this is... that was big news when the cast of Friends, or no, was it Seinfeld? When they, one of them, they started getting a million dollars per episode. Mm-hmm. That was like mid late nineties, right? So in you know mid eighties money, that's I would say two hundred and fifty grand. Probably like it's like three fifty four hundred thousand. Yeah, I mean that's, that's good money. Yeah, that's good money. So definitely. Um, so yeah, apparently he died in February. I'm not sure from exactly what, uh, February 10th he died. So he was in the hospital for something. Uh, but if you look, if you pull a picture of him up now, 
Whoo! I mean, not now, now, you know, because he's dead, but... Right. He's like, he's all bones. Corpses don't look good, you know, but uh, (laughs) even before that, he wasn't looking too good. And I think all those years of drug abuse and whatnot really took their toll on him. It is a shame. That's too bad. I remember watching the show, although I, to be honest, I couldn't even tell you what happened in <laughs> like any episode. Although like, say, I think like most of these shows, they're probably all pretty generic. Um, you'd be like, that was that helicopter show, right? Like, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> but we're going to talk more about uh, Airwolf and other shows later in our entertainment uh, section. Spectacular. So, so we'll get more into that a little later. All right. Uh, I'm going to move on to the next article here, which is mine. I told you I, I would report back on the uh, SpaceX Dragon module landing. It was a success. Splashed down 200 miles off of the coast of Florida in the Atlantic Ocean. Um, I guess some would call it a success. Like, is it supposed to look like a roasted marshmallow? Yes, you, you say that's good. Okay, uh, I guess we're good then. But um, Did you write this article too? I did. It looks like you did. I did. Thank you for noticing. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a freelancer. Shut the fuck up, asshole. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, all right. Dickhead. <laughs> Got himself. <laughs> it's like that meme with what's his name. It's like you played yourself. <laughs> you played yourself. I, yeah. <laughs> I do like the simplicity of SpaceX's naming scheme. Because apparently the the flight plan or the flight was called Demo One, which <laughs> well, is like go. equivalent of like new folder. Yeah. <clears throat> so, anyways, this is fantastic news for uh, future trans transportation needs of NASA to and from the ISS and people in general around our solar system. Not necessarily anyone who's alive right now. Um, but you know, maybe maybe some kids. These days, they'll get to go to Mars. So that'll be cool. Dude, it's fucking... It looks roasted, and the windows look yeah, blown out. <laughs> but they said it's a success. Whatever that actually means. Dude, and people put all these roasted marshmallow things in the uh, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> in Twitter, they're like replying to what's it called? It's like a marshmallow sitting on a fire. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. But... Just want to get back, uh, keep everyone up to date on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also a sample of my writing career. So, enjoy. Uh, I, I hate to interject here, but I meant to mention something at the end of the Jan Michael Vincent thing. Circle back. Um, just want to mention quickly, and I don't know how deeply we want to get into any of this, but we, there were a couple other celebrity deaths I feel like we need to mention. Okay. That happened this past week. So Luke Perry died. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That's right. Right? He was 52, which is crazy. Um, he was in the stroke. hospital for a couple days after a stroke, and then he finally died. Um, and then also the singer from Prodigy, his name yes. is Keith Flint. Yep. He's 49 years old, British guy. Killed himself. Yeah, that's that's what I understand. Very unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is too bad. I don't know how. I didn't look into it that deeply, though. I feel like I probably should have because I, I, like, I don't know I like that they re- released that. 
mm. information. I, I, in fact, I didn't even realize it was a suicide until I looked into it a little more, and I was like, "Oh, it's a suicide." Okay. Yeah. I was like, "Did he have a heart attack? Did a piece of space debris hit him in the head?" Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. You know, these things happen all the time. You can't just count them. So, you know, when meteorites attack and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you have to figure out was it on purpose? Like, you know, gun related or something, or did he take too many sleeping pills? He's like, oh, right. I'm really tired. Well, right, 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 right. Well, that would be an accidental death, right? Right. Hopefully. Still by his own hands. I don't know how they classify that. Maybe that's not suicide anymore. Um, Luke Perry is best known for his role in The Fifth Element as Billy. Huh? Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> he was in The Fifth Element? Yeah, for like five minutes at the beginning of the movie. It's like 1924, Egypt. You know, they're in the... Wow, I totally forgot about that. (laughs) You are like beyond beyond (laughs) that. I see his light. I can't believe you pulled that. That's a good pull. So random. You're totally right. I totally forgot he was in that. I was like trying to envision him on the spaceship somewhere. You're right. He was, yeah. Aziz, Michael, what's, I swear, man. Luke Perry multipass. The gears are like broken in your head and they're locked on a wrong position or something. Well, see, the central rotating axis is the fifth element and everything connects to that in some way. Apparently. That is true, actually. That movie is star studded. (laughs) It is. Um, but yeah, so, and you know, it's funny. They just announced that they're going to re have a reunion or whatever, a new show that's Beverly Hills, 90210, which oh, of course great. Luke, Luke Perry was in. Um, although I think when they announced it, they said, Oh, Luke Perry wasn't coming back. And then oh, like okay. two days, like a day later, they're like, Oh yeah, had a massive stroke, you know? So it was kind of like crazy timing. Hmm. Or is mm-hmm. it a conspiracy? Suspicious. <laughs> Like, you won't do our show? Fine, Mr. Perry. My yeah. guy. Follow the money. <laughs> Doesn't he fuck Meg in an uh, episode of Family Guy? Uh, or no, Peter? He, no, he, he has relations with the mayor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's actually him. He voiced it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Peter Uh-oh. writes a story that Luke Perry is gay and puts Meg's name on it. Yeah, that's right. In the school newspaper. Um, he's yeah, like this. Is, he's like this will require a portion of my cunning. No, no, <laughs> all my cunning. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. He's a ridiculous dude. Yeah, but yeah, I'm. I'm. I mean, it's sad. I mean, I grew up with Nine Beverly Hills Nine Two One Zero. I did not watch it as a kid, but I knew about it. And Luke Perry was one of the more prominent characters on it. It's mm-hmm. Sad to see Dylan. an icon of horrible trash TV die. He was a decent human being, from what everything I've heard. Him and the other guy, Brandon, the other main main character. So I don't know how good or bad of an actor he is, but I did see him in one episode of a Law & Order SVU episode where he plays, you know, the bad guy. And he does a great fucking job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, of course, you should have realized right at the beginning of the episode because you're like, why is Luke Perry in this episode? And you're like, right. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anytime a celebrity is on that show... They're the bad guy. There's another episode of SVU where Fred Savage is on it, and he's the bad guy. You're like, what? It's Fred Savage? No. You know, like, 
<laughs> He's little Tommy or whatever fuck his name is from that show. The Wonder Years. I don't remember his name. That was, was a pretty now. good show. It was a good show. I liked it. Although I didn't really watch it at the time because I, I guess I just didn't know about it for some reason. But it was good. It was good. Cool. All right. So anyway, that's all I had to say about these people. Uh, Keith Flint, unfortunately, I don't really know too much about him other than singer of Prodigy and, mm-hmm. you know, a few few songs that I used to like. But other than that. Fight the pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great, great song there. Um, all right, so I think I've got the next one here. Uh, so I don't know if we discussed this Muslims, before. Jews, <laughs> yeah, blacks. No, what? Go ahead. <laughs> Negras. Um, okay, so uh, white power. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't know if we discussed <laughs> Elon hate Omar. your heart, let it out. Yeah, <laughs> let that hate flow through you. Um, <laughs> did we talk about Elon Omar? No. Okay. Did we not? I do not <sighs> believe so. I don't think we did on the show. Okay. So Elon Omar is the Muslim. I, I didn't mention the thing in West Virginia. I yeah, did, you right? did. We talked about that. Okay. I think we did. Talk and about I had that. a picture of her. Yes. But yes. okay, but you're talking about more stuff. Okay. Yeah. So earlier, like last, I think we'll say February or or uh, January. Um, so she was uh, she was accused of anti-Semitic remarks. She posted in her on her Twitter feed. Someone asked her a question about money and politics, or someone asked her a question about something politicians were doing. And she said APAC. Like she the response is very cryptic. She's like APAC. And then the next response was like, it's all about the Benjamins baby. Okay. So you probably heard these words this phrasing. Uh anti Semitic tropes. Okay. So I kind of know what a trope is. It's basically like a meme, sort of, but it's like Common theme, overused. Yeah, like if you say black people like watermelon or fried chicken, it's kind of a trope, right? Um, Or you make some joke in a roundabout way to imply that black people love fried chicken or grape juice or whatever. Um, Michael oftentimes traffics traffics in African-American tropes. Grape soda. Okay. (laughs) Um, Not grape juice. Whatever. Okay. So anyway. Whatever. Well, whatever we like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently. So anyway, uh, so one of the things that Jewish people are very sensitive about is the connotation that Jews are running things with money. Okay. So I'll say this in my opinion. This is my opinion. So it's all true. It's all true. They're all out to get us. They're controlling everything. No, I, I, I think I don't think that's true, but I think that it just so happens that there are. Hmm. I'll never be president. Uh, <laughs> Big Jew I, is running the world. I, I, well, no, I think that there's. I think that unfortunately there's a lot of. So there's a big, the big difference between a Jewish American and an Israeli. Okay, one is an American citizen and one is from Israel. 
you know, and I think we kind of as Americans, we say I've even done this with Michael many times. We kind of I kind of because he, he dated a, a Jewish girl before and I kind of uh, actually two separate occasions. And I think it's really easy to say, oh, Jew, Israel, it's all connected. You know what I mean? Um, and it is loosely connected, but it's not really connected, connected. You know, maybe their country is like, oh, yeah, all Jewish kids can come here for free for one time in their life or something, you know, but that's not really like that doesn't make them like an Israeli. That doesn't, you know, they don't get automatic dual citizenship or something like that. I don't think, you know, maybe they do not automatically. No. Yeah. But I think they, you but, can apply. I think you go there and be like, I am a Jew. I would like to live here and do Jewish things. Please make me an Israeli citizen. I don't know, you know. Yeah, I'm just saying but, dumb shit. But yeah, I think you, I think you can do that. But, but it's not just like here you go, you know. I check mean, box twelve A. Yeah, no, it, I mean yeah. it's more a little more complicated than that. Yeah, so, so I mean for the most part though, they're Americans. I mean, they're, not for the most part, they are Americans. Okay, um, but it just so happens that there are a lot of wealthy Americans. In some cases, they're Jewish, who own Hollywood. You know. Weinstein, you know, this one, that one, you know, you can name a lot of very Jewish names and they're, you know, they happen to do a lot of stuff that involves them owning a lot of things. I think that's probably because Jewish people are really smart with their money and it's just they're a, it's industrious a, people. Well, no, it's a, I think it's a cultural trait to be very good with your money and, they and they support not each other. money, huh? And they support each other and they support each other. Yeah. They're very. They, they take care of each other. It's it, it's a cultural thing, though. Not a not a matter of like screw everybody else, money, money, money. It's not that. It's just like they're taking care of the, their people because they've been an oppressed people all their lives. So they like we have to take care of ourselves, and it's just like built into their DNA. I think that's my opinion. You know. So when she made these comments, Elon Omar, people are very upset because they're like, yeah, you're you're trafficking. That's what they said. You're trafficking in anti-Semitic tropes. Here's the thing. Personally, I don't believe that you should be able to, a person should be able, so what she was referring to when she said APAC was, and let me pull up APAC, the exact, what it stands for, because I'll be doing guys a service if I don't, if I don't tell you exactly what it stands for. Um, Okay, the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee. Okay. So what APAC is, it's a big money pack. Okay. So basically, they put money in politics in a big way, a massive way. They're a lobby. Okay, they're essentially, they're a lobby. Their whole goal is to lobby American politicians to vote Israel's way. Okay, that's what they do. They're a lobby, just like big tobacco and big whatever. There's big, big Israel, big Jew, yeah. <laughs> you know, big Jew. I mean, I guess, but you know, <laughs> but basically, big, I mean, I, I don't want to further than that. I want to say big Israel because they really do represent Israel, the country, not Jewish people. You know, that's a big, and a big complaint about APAC and the Netanyahu government for a long time is they represent Israel, the right wing government, and not the Jewish people, Jewish Americans or the Jewish people on the ground in Israel. So uh, APAC ha- has a, has famously, and I'm going to butcher this because I didn't do the research. I just heard about it and I did a little bit of reading, but nothing too in depth. But there was a, I want to see was a congressman named Perry back in the 70s. And Perry was one of the few congressmen who did not take any money from APAC. 
So when he didn't take money from APAC, they were like, oh, okay. So when the primaries came around, APAC did what's called primarying. Okay. And a lot of politicians do this to each other when they fucking hate each other. They do a primary support of another candidate. And they got this guy. They, he lost his position because of APAC. They put all their money into destroying him. Um, and that's what they do. Like, that's one of the things APAC does. So a lot of politicians, politicians universally side with APAC, you know, and I'm sure you've all noticed that. I mean, people as Americans, we probably have noticed there's a tight connection between America and Israel. And many of you might have wondered why. <laughs> okay. I get it. Jewish people had a hard time in the 50, in the 40s and 50s. I totally get it. Okay, they had a hard time. They're in a bad, they're in a country's in a fucked up place, you know, full of enemies. I totally get that. You know, I totally understand it. That said, the pragmatic side of me says, yo, B, you made that choice. You chose the holy nation. Mm -hmm. Okay, and and, and, and dangerous enemies. Now, you got your big buddy, the U.S., helping you out, giving you like $300 billion a year or something like that in foreign aid and money for weapons and all this kind of shit. We got you. Don't worry. Why we have them, I don't really know, honestly. Uh, we don't get oil from them. I just don't know. It's baffling, honestly, to me. So uh, I don't mind helping out Israel, but the whole, like, I don't know. There's, so there's one a congressman named Vargas or Senator Vargas from California. He went so far as to say this week, he was like, to question the connection between Israel and the United States is unconscionable. And you can't, it's un-American to question our connection with Israel. Okay? So. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. But there's a lot. There's a, This is like a flower of shit that I'm going <laughs> to unfold in front of you guys. It's like taking, you go to a turd and you just start peeling the layers of turd back and there's more fresh shit underneath. So you got these comments. And this is, I'm just giving it to you the way it was given to me, the way I learned about it. You got these comments she made, and of course, it's a big blow up, and she sort of apologized, but not really, okay? All she was saying was, is that APAC, this legislation goes this way or that way because of APAC, and it's all about money, okay? She wasn't saying Jews and money run the world, yada, yada, yada. The thing is, Ilan Omar is Muslim. So because she's Muslim, anytime she says anything about a Jew... Or about Israel, it's automatically anti-Semitic, okay? Mm-hmm. Because Americans are secretly extremely racist. So, has anyone heard of BDS? No. Oh boy. Okay, you're gonna love this. Uh, so there's this thing called the BDS movement, okay? Boycott, divestment, sanctions. That's what it stands for. The BDS movement was something designed in the early like late early early to late 2000s like 2010 2008 something like that and the whole idea was that we are going to boycott divest and economically sanction Israel for the things they're doing to the Palestinians so you know just to give you an example Israel takes all these Palestinian people who live in this town this primary Palestinian town they kick all of them out of the town. Then they put in Israeli settlers. You know, you guys hear about these settlements mm-hmm. that these Israelis live in. Those are in former Palestinian places where they just kicked them out and they said, whatever, we're going to live here now. You know, and oh, yeah, you're Palestinian. Well, you don't have the right to vote and you're not a citizen. And 
yeah. Yep. You're not represented at all. I mean, it's really not a good thing. Like, we have this idea of what's going on there, and we're wrong. Whatever you think is wrong, you know, um, about what's happening there. Like, they're, it's not a good scene over there. Like, they're just shy of, like, shooting Palestinians in the street. And that's an extreme, like, jump I'm making there, but it's like that almost. It's actually not that extreme of a jump. Oh, well, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I, um, just, saw, I just saw a thing where they were, like, they were, like, shooting them in the street. Yeah, it happens. So you have, like, the thing is, you have, like, a group of, like, you have Hamas, and they do something bad, and Israel just responds to whoever's present. You know? Like, and and people can say what they want about the U.S., but we don't do, we don't operate like that. You know? If someone fucks us over, we're not like, we're going to just take a shit all over Iraq, you know, and just start killing Iraqis. We don't do that. We just... That's the thing, though. They're not doing it to whoever. They're doing it to... Almost their own people, but not, you know, like, it'd be like, we don't do that in Missouri, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah, you're right. You're you know, right. it's just like protesters, you know, or whatever. Yeah. It's not like fucking, yeah, it's not Canadian insurgents that are coming in, you know. I yeah, mean, no, you know, you're right. No, you're <laughs> absolutely right. So, so you have the BDS movement. So the BDS movement, of course, APEC doesn't like this, right? So Apex's like, you know what we'll do? We got this great idea. Let's lobby, because that's what we are. We're lobbyists. Let's lobby all the congressmen and senators who we own, which is everybody. And we'll say, we're going to do everything we can to pass a bill to make the BDS movement either illegal or bad somehow. And they were able to pass a law that did that. Now, the law was almost immediately, uh, like, the, the judicial branch was like, oh, this is, this is, this is, you know, unconstitutional mm-hmm. to, 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 to economically strike back at a country for doing something is free speech in America. You, you can, that's your First Amendment right to, to, to choose how you spend your money. That said, there's states all over the United States and cases where people have been fired, lost their jobs, or lost business because they've they're part they support BDS. So there's a teacher, and I don't know the exact place I can find it and link it, but there's a teacher who in Texas actually, she was they they went around with this pledge, basically saying you will not support BDS. They said you need to sign this pledge or you'll be fired. She didn't sign it; she was fired. She's not the only case like that. So Elon Omar is really referring to BDS. That's what she's referring to when she says all about the bench was all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that all settles down. Everyone forgets about it. Anti-Semitic. She's just labeled an anti-Semite. That's it. And it goes, it settles. Okay. Bring us to March. She then, she posts on her, she, she, she goes to a talk in D.C. at a library, actually books and, books and more, I think. Mm-hmm. Michael, if you know where that is. Yeah, uh, I think I do, yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, this circle of constitution or something like that. Anyway, mm-hmm. she goes there with uh, another freshman congressman, and congresswoman, and to talk about whatever. And she, she mentions, she happens to say something about BDS, and then she says, she says, I'm ca- labeled an anti-Semite because, uh, let me find her exact comments. 
it's been like such a while since like a week since I looked it up. But she basically says something that's like not. <laughs> it's it's basically like referencing the previous thing. She's like, I'm called an anti-Semite because I just take I I want to bring up questions about Israel and what we're like, why we our relationship with them or something of that nature. And <laughs> dude. They start again. They're like, oh, she's an anti-Semite. Mm-hmm. You know? They're like, she did it again. So it's it's so funny. It's so funny. The thing is, they call it a poor choice. They said poor. They said, oh, it's a poor choice of words. Okay? And it's not a poor choice of words. She hadn't said anything bad or wrong. You know, not in my opinion here. Like, all she's doing is saying what she feels. Is it accurate but uncomfortable? It's not even that. It's not even, it's not accurate but uncomfortable. And, and I got to find the, the link of what she said. I got to find what she said. But it's not, uh, and then, of course, Trump, everyone pile, dog piles on, you know. I'm I'm gonna have to look for it. I'm pissing myself for not having it saved somewhere. But okay. what she said wasn't even that serious. She basically referenced the other, the old thing, and she just said, "Hey, look, you know, why can't we talk? Have a discussion about this? You know, this money from from APAC doesn't belong." Oh, she said, she said, "I worry about politicians who are basically pledging allegiance to a foreign government, right? By using by by APAC." You know, yeah. that's what she's saying. Because it's not wrong. The, the thing is, APEC is a foreign, it represents a foreign government. That's just what they are. I'm not making it up. I'm not anti Jew hating or anything like that. You know, Jewish girls are very thick and I like them a lot and they're beautiful names. Okay. I think Mossad is very cool and I think that the Israeli, our military is awesome. I, I have great respect for them. That said, <laughs> okay, if, if the APEC was stood for, uh, if Russia was in there instead of an I, we'd be like, hell no. It'd be crazy and unthinkable. Okay? So if you if if a if a foreign if a party from a for a lobby support who represents a foreign government is paying you to help vote and put spread legislation for them, what is that? You know? What is that? It's not yeah. a lobby, like big cigarette. At least you know the tobacco company just wants to kill you via making money, and killing you is just a byproduct of making money. Like you know what they want, you know. So anyway, that's what she said. And of course, here's the thing: here's how you know something's wrong, right? When everyone agrees, and when I say everyone, I mean Democrats, Republicans, Trump. Everybody agrees. Nobody has. Everybody agrees she's a piece of shit. All the all the old party Republicans, the Democrats, so Pelosi, Schumer, all these various Republican Democrats are all at this point, they're trying to sanction her. So that's a big deal to be sanctioned. That means she's going to lose her committee seat. Okay, uh, which is the foreign public affairs, foreign affairs committee. She'll lose her committee seat, which, of course, they want to take her from her committee seat because she's representing foreign. She she's she's here to to kind of ride herd on foreign interests that come to the American government. So of course they want her to lose that seat. Now she's a justice Democrat. Okay. So we talked about justice Democrats before justice Democrat has signed the thing saying they're not going to take money from whoever, 
okay, from 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 any lobbies, basically. So she's a justice Democrat. Um, I just wanted to bring this up because, like, this is like a huge, like, there's a lot of things wrong with the government right now, but this one is fucking huge. And most people don't realize, like, if you say someone's anti-Semitic in America, everyone will just kind of bandwagon because we are almost more scared of being racist to a Jewish person than being racist to a black person, a Spanish person, an Asian person. Like, all those things are just racism for fucking kids. Yeah. But when you say something racist to about a Jew, it's like you just fucking... It has its own term. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. There ain't anti anti niggaism. You know, that ain't the thing. <laughs> you know, it's just racism, you know? But yeah, anti Semitic, that's a whole thing. So I you know I don't know, man. You know, like I said, I, this is not about Jewish people. It has nothing to do with Jewish people. It has to do with a foreign government who I don't want to disappear. I don't want them to die. I don't want you know them to be destroyed by their enemies they're surrounded by. That's not what I want. But at the same time, this is America. You know, we need to represent ourselves and we need to take care of ourselves. Our interest comes first and damn everybody else. You know, if we want to help you, that's some after the fact shit. Not right now shit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyway, I thought I'd bring it up. I thought I'd point it out to you guys. It's pretty I was pretty shocked by it, honestly, like how everybody and I think the sanctions have finally fallen through. But she's basically kind of had to eat crow and be like, oh, you know, maybe I'm poorly worded it. But she didn't poorly word it. It was not poor wording. No, that you know? seemed fine from yeah. from what you said, from your memory of what she said. It sounded fine. Yeah, it is. It's it's that's what she said. You know, that's exactly what she said. She wasn't like those damn kikes, blah, 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 blah. No, it wasn't right. like that, <laughs> you know? Anyway, that's all. That's all that was. Well, thank you for bringing that up. I made a note to myself to look up uh, more about BDS. Yeah. Say so how I can get involved. No, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I- what do we got about the baker here? Oh, okay. So I don't know if you guys remember the guy who I think is in Oregon or something like that or Iowa or whatever. He didn't want to bake a cake for, for, for a gay couple. Their Sounds wedding. familiar. It's like two or three years ago this happened, and it went all the way to the the state level Supreme Court or something like that. And they basically said, "Hey, this is he's allowed to do that." You know, mm-hmm. whatever. I've talked about this on the show before. I agree with him. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's. An, yeah, I think he's an asshole, but it's his private business. He could do whatever he wants. You know. So of course, these fucking SJW fuckboys, they want to fuck with him. Right. They want to fuck with the guy. Right. So now they go. Someone goes to him and says, can you make a cake for my fucking transgender fucking transformation from a man to a woman? I want the cake to be blue on the outside and pink on the inside. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. Mm -hmm. Okay, It's against my religious beliefs. (laughs) So look, (laughs) We've talked about how slippery a slope this is, but I think we all agree that he's allowed to. So, of course, they're trying to they're back at it again, and it fell apart again. I just want to put this in here in case anyone wants to see it. It's not a big deal. Basically, the guy just like told him to fuck off, and he got his lawyer. And then something there was some settlement between the two parties, undisclosed but not monetary settlement. But they both basically said, "We'll just eat our costs, and we're both going to walk away." You know, but he basically told him, he told him, he's like, do you really want to keep fucking with me? He's like, I will take it to the Supreme Court. 
mm-hmm. and they were like, okay, we'll, we'll chill, you know? So, I, honestly, I don't know why they f- keep fucking with this guy. You know, like just leave this fucking guy alone. He doesn't like fucking fucking transgenders. He doesn't like gay people. Fine. Let the guy be a fucking asshole and keep it moving. There's plenty of guys who want to fucking do all of that stuff. I'm sure there's other bakers who would love to take your money. Of course. Like they have to mess with this dude. Who cares? You know, I I, I don't understand our the need, human need to fucking like rub motherfuckers the wrong way and to like give people a hard time just because they don't believe what you believe. You know, oh, you want to you want to get an abortion? I don't like abortions. Trying to make a bunch of lies about abortions and make sure you can't do that. Oh, you don't want to bake this cake because I'm a transgender and you find me a repugnant human being. Well, guess what? I'm going to give you a hard time because I feel morally right. My moral fucking rightness. You know, <laughs> whatever. People are fucking stupid, dude. If anyone disagrees with me, James, they're wrong. And exactly. they deserve they deserve to be ridiculed and punished for it. Exactly. I'm the hero. So yeah. James, I I ten I see what you're saying. I get it. And you're uh, right. You could just uh. go to another baker, right? Someone mm-hmm, would be yeah. happy to to do this. Right? Yeah. So vote vote with your money, right? Exactly. Basically. Capitalism. Um which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And I think in this particular case, you're right, and that's that's sufficient. But what if he was like, I don't want to make a cake for your black baby? Dude, and we talked about this before, and I said it's a slippery slope. Right. You're 100% right. If right. someone makes a religion that says black people should be slaves, you know, and he's like, it's against my religious beliefs. Are we going to support that? In America, our American beliefs would say, yes, we support your wackadoo beliefs that black people should be slaves because that's your religious belief. I mean, is there a mark, a line in the sand? We say, okay, this is now ridiculous. You know? I mean, they let a guy take a picture for his driver license wearing a fucking colander because he worships a spaghetti monster. <laughs> that's great. Did you hear right. about that? You didn't hear no, about that? But that's oh, you, fucking oh great. you didn't see that? Oh, we uh-uh. got to pull that one up. Yeah. Uh, Michael, okay, Michael's going to find it. Yeah. So, I mean, look, when is, where do we draw the line in the sand and say, okay, this is a bridge too far? I don't know. I mean, all I can say is, I hope to God. That doesn't have. We don't run into that situation because I do believe this is a slippery slope. You know, I don't know where you say we draw the line. Maybe we say you can believe what you want, but you can't infringe on other people. You know, you want to be a racist? Fine. You just eliminate like thirteen percent of the population from shopping with you. And if you say it to black people, well, a lot of other minorities are just going to avoid you because they're like, "Oh, he must be a racist." You know. Mm-hmm. Michael, you going to put that in the show notes? Uh, I can. I just sent it to you guys. Um, yep. But yeah, I'll put it in the extra section just for fun. Yeah, so I mean, is it, is it a law that a business owner can refuse service to anyone they want? Or is that just something that is, you know, allowed, commonly allowed? I think they can, but I mean, what was the whole Jim Crow thing? So can I refuse service to you because you're black? Is that a thing? <laughs> or you're uh, Jewish? Or you're a fat white guy and I don't like fat white guy? You know, I don't know, right? I mean, what? Where does I get it end? If no. you say that, you're probably in trouble with the law. But I'm if assuming you, say, you can't. Isn't it against the law to discriminate against someone based on blah, 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 and blah? You know, like. I'm sure it's things? illegal to discriminate in hiring practices, but I don't know 
And, and probably for, you know, for any, like, if you have a retail customer or something, but if you keep it simple and say, you're, you know, you're not welcome to shop here, um, we don't want your business, and just leave it at that, you know, you, you can probably justify that. Okay, so let me read this to you. And this is probably why they did this, right? It says here, as such... As, as such discrimination laws apply just as much on the private property and to, oh my God, I can't read, private property and to private business as they do not do in, fuck, I can't read. Okay, whether you post a sign or not, business businesses never have the right to refuse or turn away customers because of their race, gender, or age, nationality, or religion. So... Right, so you can't say I will not serve black people. That's not a thing, you know. But this baker turned away the business based on his religion, not theirs. So is that a loophole? Did we just find a loophole? Seems like it. Did we just find a loophole? Let's exploit this loophole. Loophole, 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 loophole. loophole. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Let's be pieces of shit. Pieces of shit. Pieces. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So much judgment in the world these days. Right. And we sit here judging them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But once again, we are correct. Are we? Are we, Evan? Everyone else is wrong. Everyone else is wrong. Okay. This motherfucker got a goddamn colander on, man. (laughs) Yep. I mean, they're right. You know, they, they can't say like, okay, well, you could wear your... Your yarmulke or your whatever the thing is called, you know, that, that Muslim people, women wear usually. You know, what's it called? I know. I mean, the full body one is a burqa, but there's okay. a hijab, maybe? Yeah, that's that, that's correct. Is that what it is? So, yeah, if you can wear that, then, you know. It's like, well, that's a real religion. It's like, oh, here we go. Let's, yeah. you know, it's, it's all made up, yo. Let's open, let's open the can or the floodgates, you know. So, yeah. Um, I mean, this guy. It's funny. He talks about this. He talks about. I'm reading this license thing. He talks about it as though like it's real. Like he really, really what? He's like, I was scorned everywhere I went. I felt so sad inside, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and the state said they're going to avoid the license. Really? Assholes. Oh, man. What the hell? Yeah. I'll take it to the Supreme Court. To the Supreme Court, yeah. And he'd win. I'm sure he would. It's like the Baphomet statue we talked about last week. Yep. I need to find that article and put it in here, too. I can't spell Baphomet, though, so I give up. (laughs) Um, Just put the satanic statue. Yeah, good idea. So what do we know about solar power? Oh, yee. That's me too. Yeet. I did a lot. Yeet. Yeet, 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 yeet. or be yeeted. <laughs> Dude, what, what, Michael, work on that shirt. Make that shirt happen. What, yeet or be yeeted? Yeah, yeet or be yeeted. I like that. All right. Yeah, work on that shirt. Consider that's it done. A, that's going to be on our new store, aisle-panel.store.shirt. Um, <laughs> don't go there right now. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, so uh, the shirt top level domain, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which might exist. I don't know. Yeah, but I'm sure it's sixty thousand dollars, probably a year, um, <laughs> for dot shirt. Uh, okay, so basically, China is look. China's gonna own us. Basically, it might be time to just pack it in. You know, how's your Mandarin? Uh, she she. <laughs> Oh, there we go. There you go. Download that Duolingo. Get cracking. Yeah, I know. I know. Just binge on ADV China. China's going down, actually. Vietnam's the new hotness. Uh, Yeah, man. That's true, too. I mean, all those areas are coming up, man. I know. I I think Turkmenistan is the new new threat. No, Turkmenistan 2030 is their time. That's when they're coming. All those places 2030s. That's when it's going to happen for them. If if Russia doesn't rush them. Um... (laughs) So, Azerbaijan and all those places. <laughs> so, okay. So, what China wants to do is uh, they want to go to Mars. We know that. They want to go to Mars next year, I think. Um, but they want to build by 2030 or 20... It says in this article, but I don't remember. This is 20, uh, 2050. Oh. A space-based solar planet. Solar, pla- solar plant. Um which I can only think is going to look like something like uh, uh, the weapon from the world is not enough. If you guys remember what that was like. I don't, but I'll use my imagination. I do. It was like that f- solar flower thing. It opens up and shoots a laser beam. It's a giant down. mirror. Yeah, it's a giant ass mirror. Oh, okay. So, so I think it's going to look something like that. That's what I'm thinking. The whole idea is they build this space-based solar, uh, solar power plant uh, with a crew, a constant rotating crew of people up there, and the the theoretically this would have more power, like enough power to, like you know, power a country, say, mm-hmm. or plus, like and plus. So the power they get the power from there, and they beam it down using microwaves or something like that to a plant, which distributes it into the grid. So the scary thing about this is. <laughs> Of course, there's a ton of technical challenges that they have to beat to make it happen. Getting all the shit into space, which they have to beat to make it happen. But then the other question is, do you want China to have a space-based laser? Because that's what this will be. That's why <laughs> you we know? need Space Force, James. Space that's Force? True. <laughs> yeah. Look, man, Futurama already addressed this, okay? Wernstrom put up the giant mirror to cool down the planet and reflect the, reflect the sunlight away from the atmosphere, but a little pebble hit it, and it cut a beam right through San Francisco. <laughs> okay? There you go. It could happen. It's, it's a bad idea. We'll just blow their satellite out of the atmosphere with our laser beams. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with this. Um, I find the idea really interesting. Uh, I'm really excited about how China, how hardcore China is taking doing the environment better. And I think that they must have, they must be because they're going through so much air boy, air toxicity bullshit in their country, but they have this communist nation so they can just put power behind making it better immediately. They're like, Oh, we're now doing this and you're going to do it. And people are like, Oh, okay. So now everybody's like, trying to do this, trying to do that, just solar everywhere. We're trying to shift gears, you know, and they're aggressively going after solar. And uh, I love it. Honestly, I think it's really exciting. They're like, they realize Xi Jinping realizes that like space is like the next place. And he's like, we're going to, we're going to hit it up hard while, you know, 
fucking Trump is like just trolling like, oh, we're going to have Space Force. <laughs> you know, I think he's saying that. We don't know the full picture, but I guarantee you, like the first time he talked to Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping said something to him about space and he was like, oh, well, we're going to fucking Trump you with Space Force. Right. I guarantee you it's some <laughs> shit like that. Because both, both like, meanings of the word Trump. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't really, I really don't think he has any, I, at first I thought, oh, he's like, uh, a Kennedy error kid. So he's excited about space because we went to the moon in his childhood. But now I don't think that's the case. Now I think the case is that he just wants to, he wants to one up. And he's thinking he's he he has very little knowledge about it, and probably most people in the government have very little or no knowledge about it. So he's just like, okay, we're just I'll just do this. This will be good enough. This is a good enough go. Well, you know? in two hundred years, if it ever comes to fruition, he will be credited with creating space force. Thank God he'll be long dead, and his whole family will be killed. <laughs> I mean, By the what lasers? Yeah. But so, anyway, so it, when they went to space, James, or when they went to the moon, Trump was not a child, technically. I know he was probably a teenager, right? Well, he was born in '46. Okay. When, when did we land on the moon? I don't know. Sixty-two. I don't know. First We're not history majors moon here, Mike. Landing date. When do we land on the moon? 1969, July 1969. 4th. Yeah. yeah, I was like, isn't it right at the end of the Independence decade? Independence Day. Yeah, right. July 16th. Yeah. <laughs> How old was Trump in 1969? Well, uh, born in 46. 23 years old. 23. Yeah. Oh. I just asked Google. 23. <laughs> yeah, he was 23. So, I mean, he wasn't a child, but he was he was it's at a, a point in time with his life. It's a very susceptible like, age. I mean, so, mind you, I came up with this idea when he first said Space Force, because, like, what is motivating this? And I thought, oh, maybe he was just enamored by space as a kid, like many people from that generation were. But now I realize, like, if he was really enamored by space, he had the money to try to Elon Musk it and try to make something happen, you know? So I don't think that's the case. I think he just, someone said it to him. And he's just like Xi Jinping probably mentioned this when he was talking to his One Road Initiative, One Road One China Initiative, and they had a talk. And he's like, "Oh, this is cool. Yeah, I want to do that too. I'm going to do that." And so he said, "I don't know how to do it though." And I just watched the movie with Jan Vincent in it, so <laughs> let's fucking call it Space Force. <laughs> like it just reeks of an old '80s movie. Like the whole Space Force is just—it sounds lame. Everything about it is lame. You know, Space Force—it's just lame. It just sounds lame. You know, it hopefully really they does. call it like, I don't know. I don't know. Anything. I can't just, think of just it. call it Orbital Division Control. 1. No. Maybe. That'd be interesting, too. <laughs> so did you Dude, see how much what? China is going to be spending on renewable energy? Yeah, I'm sure. Hard- an astronomical amount. 367 billion U.S. dollars. They're going hard. By, by 2020. They're not fucking around. Yeah, they're not. I mean, they're I mean, just going to take all the material from building the, I know they're building the biggest dam in the world, like, a few years ago. That must be done by now, or close to being done. Uh, it might be lies. Um, Which brings I, me back to, James, Africa. you know, the, well, Africa is not a lie. It exists. Oh, no. I, but <laughs> <laughs> No, but, you know, like you were saying, China's there. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. definitely where they're getting the raw materials. 
or you know new raw materials. But James, mm-hmm. that YouTube channel ADV China with uh, mm-hmm. Serpensa and yeah. Lawai, they were talking about how in China it's all about like impression rather than reality. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they uh, there was some. I don't think it's not the Olympics or anything, but some large event where China wanted to advertise how green it was going. So they installed all these like light posts with uh, like solar, a little solar power and like a small wind turbine on them, you know, along a large stretch of highway. And as it turns out, the solar panels weren't connected to anything and it required power to turn the wind turbines. And now they're all gone. So it was like totally fake. But like we're green, the global economy thinks we're green, so they're going to give us money for being green, and we can do business with them. So that that doesn't surprise me that they would do that. Um, I almost agree with that sentiment. I mean, it's probably very true, but at the same time, like if you go to like China or Hong Kong, you can barely breathe. Right, and like now Vietnam. Yeah, and that's because an industrial revolution is occurring. This this is. That they are in, they are coming out of, China is just coming out of where America was in like 1953, you know? They're starting to stagnate a little bit and people are, and, you know, companies are moving their factories from China to Northern Vietnam and that's why Vietnam's getting fucked now. Yeah, but because the thing is, so when that happened in America, it was post-war the whole country, whole world was decimated. We were all the industrial building capacity in the entire entire world, basically. And so from like 1950s to like the 1960s or 70s, we're just doing, we're rolling hard. Mm-hmm. Then we shifted. Things started moving out of the country. And then we went to this service-based society where we're now, we're becoming an intelligence situation. Where we're all like, oh, we're super smart. We're like learning things and making shit and Silicon Valley's a thing and all this shit's happening, you know? And China's hitting that phase, but they don't have capitalism in a, well, they do, but I don't know. You know what I mean? So I don't know what'll happen, how it's going to, what it'd be interesting to see what where China will be in like a hundred years, like what we learned from this period of their growth, you know, um, and Vietnam and all these other places too, you know, mm-hmm. it'd be very interesting. Although I wouldn't mind going to Vietnam right now and like just opening a factory, you know, <laughs> Apparently, you can live in Da Nang for like $300 a month, you know, basically everything included. So, if you just want to move there, then, you know. I mean, well, you know what? Instead of opening a factory, go there and start a syndicate. Okay. You know? Like a mafia, you know? That's an idea. I like that. Yeah, start breaking little Vietnamese legs. Yeah. (laughs) Give me my money, Shing Pak. You can can take down Big Pho. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's expand on that later. I like that. Will I like where, I like where you're thinking. Fun. I like where you're Yeah. Dude, okay. Please open a food truck with our faces on it. It's like three fat guys and a Vietnamese noodle truck and call it Big Pho. Please make it happen. Do Big that pho. in DC. Alright. Make it happen. Big Pho. Is it gonna be an actually a nice truck, Evan, or is it gonna be horrible? Uh presentable. Presentable. Okay. Right. I'm like, James, make this happen. James like, I love it. Mike, make it happen. Mike's yeah. like, fantastic. Mike's like, Evan, we need this food truck. I need you to get on that. Like, okay. <laughs> Passing of the buck. 
Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do we got next here, Mike? All right. So I didn't know where else to put this. I just thought this was funny. So this guy was was hoisted by his own petard, basically. <laughs> so <laughs> some hipster said, "Hey guys, why do you use my picture on your on your article for uh, you know saying that all hipsters look the same?" And then he discovers the picture wasn't of him, but of an t- entirely different person who looked just like him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh. <laughs> Where's the picture? I don't know. <laughs> oh, there I mean, is. we can all okay. use our imagination. There's a picture. Let's it's it's in the, It's in this. Uh, you can scroll down. It's there in the. Why anti-conformists always look the same. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh boy, I gotta read this article. So I just thought that was funny. That is <laughs> that is humorous. Right. What if they were twins separated at birth, Mike? Has and that angle be, been examined? It would be tragically Tragically hip. hilarious. Tragically uh, hip. Oh no. Alright. You know what makes this the only thing that makes this guy a hipster is that fucking knit cap. <laughs> like that choochy knit cap. True. You know and, and flannel. Well, the flannel, he could get away with the flannel because look at the wood background and the flannel. Take away the take away the knit cap and you're like, oh, he's like a cowboy without his cowboy hat on. Or he's he's maybe like you could see him if you see the rest of his body like, oh, he's leaning against the fence post waiting for his turn to break a calf. Like, I mean, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like, you don't know. Like, he could be anything. Right. He does. His looks are a little too rugged, you know. But the knit cap is what fucks him up, you know. And the 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 the, the flannel is a little too. It has that little star or whatever, which makes it like, mm, you know. But otherwise, yeah, He's a hipster. <laughs> too bad knit cap. <laughs> That's the real problem, James. I think so. We got to take on big wool next. Big wool. That's right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, actually, circling back to talking about uh, Asia and everything, I know you're always curious. Um, since North Korea has one of the best democracies in the, in the world, all the support for the government and everything, how does that work? What, what's the name of the country, Evan? Uh, the Democratic Republic of North Korea? Am I? Or no, no, no. Um, Democratic. Yeah, am I right? Democratic People's Republic. Yeah, uh, you're of right. North, of Korea. Sorry. Yes, thank you. DPRK. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. So you might sometimes ask yourself. I mean, it's right in the name. Why? Yeah. How does this work? Well, first of all, voting after the age of 17 is mandatory. Uh, So if you don't vote, that's a prison camping for you. Uh, You're also encouraged to turn out early for the vote. No problem there. Show your support. Uh, When it's your turn to vote, you're at the front of the line. You are handed a ballot. Sounds good. You look at this ballot. There's one name on it. Uh, there's nothing to fill out. And you are directed to place this ballot into the ballot box, and you are thanked for your vote. What Job the done. fuck? Democracy, <laughs> number one. Democracy at work. Yeah. There's nothing even to fill out. No name to check. Nope. No box to uh, check. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> like, here's your, here's your ballot. Oh, the Supreme but People's if- Assembly is a rubber stamp body with no power. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's 
it's not a long article, but interesting read if you want to actually know a little more uh, about the Korean voting system. And I'm sure there's more to it, but I thought this, I got, I got to mention this. This article is great. It says you theoretically have the right to cross out that single candidate, (laughs) but according to the analyst, doing that would almost certainly mean the secret police go after you and you likely would be declared insane. That's a prison camping for you. Whoa. It's like that guy, he's crazy. Like, yeah. <laughs> North Korea. Sweet. That's Jesus. fucking crazy. So I'm glad you like that. Like, this, that's not real, right? It's Yep, yeah, it's real. Why does that exist? I don't know. Uh. So, tell us about Facebook. Facebook. Okay, Fossil so books, murder box, murder box. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Okay, so do you guys remember two-factor authentication? I've heard of it. Okay, it's like this thing where, um, so it's some newfangled technology hipsters. Yeah, like to use. it's for hipsters, and it's so that if you lose your wallet, you no, it's not for that. Um, <laughs> basically, you know, two fa- we all know what two factor authentication is. Basically, something you something you know, something you have. So you know your password, you have your phone, so they send your phone a text message and then you get a number in your phone, you put that in, that's how you log into things. Dual factor authentication is very useful. It helps give you that extra bit of security. And Facebook is being super helpful by basically saying, "Hey, you guys, she, Facebook, Zuck, he calls you, he pokes his head out of the alley. He's like, come here. Come here, come here, come here. Does he open up a trench coat and be like, you guys need some authentication? Yeah, he does. He opens his <laughs> trench coat up. He's naked underneath. He's naked. There's nothing there. He's just fucking, fucking just, just naked. Sexy geek. But he's got a placard inside. He's like, sign up for dual factor. Let's go. Okay. So Does, instead signed, of genitals, he just has a slot for your pin for, yeah, your, uh, exactly. for your cat card. Exactly. And that's actually <laughs> the truest part of this story. So uh, you just, you know, you type, you reach that where his dick and ball should be and you type in your phone number and he says, I got you, B. Don't mm-hmm. worry. Now you're safe. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen. Privacy assured. Okay. Now, bring us like several months later, <laughs> and everyone's feeling super safe. And turns out that if you go to Facebook now, and if I don't know who Michael Michael is, but I know his phone number, I could just type his phone number in, and mm-hmm. it will just give me Michael's Facebook page. <laughs> oh, nice! Yeah. So. I'll be honest with you. That's what. So that's what's happening. So basically, they're taking the phone number you gave them for two-factor authentication, and they're using it and basically making a public Facebook phone book, okay, where you can reverse look up someone with their phone number. Now, I'm kind of not mad at that. I find it a little off-putting, but it doesn't bother me. The only thing that bothers me about it is... They should have asked people, and they should have made it opt-out, not opt-in. I mean, opt-in, not opt-out. But the problem is, you cannot opt-out of it. It is impossible. It's mandatory. It's too, as of right now, it's mandatory. You can't get out of it. What's That's mandatory? just how it is. 
So being able to put type in your phone number and search and find your Facebook page by your phone number. Well, I have never given Facebook my phone number. Me, neither have I. Neither have I. So apparently I did. I just went into my settings and deleted it. Okay. It's still in there. You deleted it out, but it's still you can still find you back. You're in the database. Unless they've changed it. Unless they've changed it since I heard about this article. Unless it's been updated. I wonder if it shows them, like, if you type in someone's phone number, if it shows you a sort of private version of their profile, or if it shows you, you know, regardless of what what their security settings are, or if it just says, yep, they have a profile here. Okay, so... Do you do anything? I don't know. I'm, I'm just trying with Michael right now to see, and I was typing his number, and a pop-up came that says, James, we'd like to do better. <laughs> Fuck you, Zuckerberg. Fuck like, you, we, Mark. We want you to do better, James. <laughs> it, it says, please agree or disagree with the following statement. Facebook cares about its users. Strongly agree, strongly disagree, agree, neither disagree or agree or disagree. I strongly disagree. I mean, they care about its users' information. Yeah. I'm terrible. writing a nasty note. Terrible. You care about our data. So I'm sure there's more to this, but I have, so I have two-factor authentication enabled on my Facebook account, mm-hmm. but it doesn't send me a text message. I'm using what does the it do? Google Authenticator app. So I use the code that is generated every 30 seconds or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm basically you and your using, love of security. I'm basically using time-based one-time passwords, right? So maybe that's what it does, which would be even worse, because I didn't. I don't use it, so I assume that that's what they're doing with the password. But if they actually have people using Google Authenticator, but they took your phone number, and they're now using it as a phone book, that's not cool. Well, it's I think even you worse. can do different. They probably have different options, you know. Probably, like I don't Google, know. Like Google, like Google, to can text you a code. Google can give you the prompt or Google can do the two-factor authentication with the app, you know, so there's different options. So I'm assuming Facebook does the same thing. So I just typed Michael's number and nothing came up. So maybe because Michael's using it a different way, it doesn't work. I don't know, but I couldn't find anything. Well, so, and I just removed it also. So Yeah. So maybe they fixed this because as of earlier today, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't make a change to that. So I don't no know. reason to not give them your number in the first place. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, right. Well, like, if, but if you get locked out of your account, how are we going to verify it's you? It's, you know, you can send me an email. Yeah, but you're locked out of that too, bro. What are you going to do? Why would you be locked out of that? You obviously use a different password for every account, right? As is safety standard of the internet. What if you're being hacked, bro? Well, then that hacker is very diligent and knows you, so they deserve your accounts. Thank you, hacker. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I've been hacked! No, your password is secret. <laughs> <laughs> Sex and God. Yeah. Fucking idiot. No, I'm just thinking, like, like let's say someone tries to log into your Facebook account. 20 times and then it, it, it locks your account or something. Uh-huh. And then someone does the same thing to your email account and locks that. Now okay. what? Fucked, you know? Like I mean, you can use your backup email account. Mhm. Which 
Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. Never uh, tell anyone your backup email. <laughs> right. What if they lock that one out? Ah! And get yeah, you back yeah. up to your backup. Yeah. So like the trace, trace buster, 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 buster. buster. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All uh, right. It's not a good movie, but it's a funny movie. <laughs> yes. What movie is that, Mike? The Big Hit. The Big Hit. Yeah. All right. What do we got next, James? I think this is also yours. Is Mac OS? Mac oh, OS? Yeah, so Google's Project Zero team, they found a high-severity macOS bug. Um, just a quick mention of this. Uh, I don't really do. I don't know a lot about Mac, honestly. Um, I, don't, I don't deal with garbage computing systems. No, it's a fine platform. I want to talk shit about it, but it's actually a fine <laughs> platform. Um, so they're calling it Buggy Cow. Uh, they did tell Google about They told Apple about this. Apple has this thing, and they mentioned this in this article, but I've I've recognized this as a thing that they do. What happens is someone reports a bug to them or a problem. Apple ignores them and pretends it didn't happen, and then they fix it. And then they say, oh, then news people say, hey, did you fix this because of this? And he's like, they're like, no, B, we found it. We're fucking Apple scrub. We know what's up. <laughs> okay? That's what they always do. They Every time there's a bug, that's what happens. They never say, they never admit, oh, we found it because of a bug bounty, or we found it because of blah, or whatever. Never. Mm-hmm. They always just fix it and then pretend like and nothing happened, like they didn't know that Google or some security researcher or whoever told them. Anyway, uh... I read this and I wanted to put it in here for Michael. He's a fucking uh, go, uh, uh, Mac guy, and it's very—I'll be honest with you—it's rare you find like a tremendous, like a zero, uh, uh, a, a bug like this for Mac. So I found thought it was really interesting, but uh, I'll just read it off here. A vulnerability known as Buggy Cow allows attackers to bypass protection built into macOS's copy-on-write protection system, Cow. Uh, which manages device memory. Essentially, the bug allows for the modification of a user's, a user-owned mounted file system image without using any warnings. That uh, that system is a miss. Warnings that that system is a miss to the to the virtual management subsystem. Something that rendition infosec. Okay, blah blah, blah whatever. Okay, he's talking about it. Whatever. And it's a Xenu X Xenu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, X in you (laughs) (laughs) has various interfaces um, for a copyright on protection bug. If you have a Mac, just fucking patch it. Um, I don't know if a fix has been released since the article came out. When it first came out, there wasn't any patch. So maybe they'll come out with a patch soon. Did you hear hear about the Google uh, vulnerability earlier this week? Look at that. Google's infallible. Look at that. I mentioned a fucking Mac one, and Michael went online. He fucking pulled out his non-click-clack keyboard and quickly found a Google bug <laughs> so he could mention it to try to one-up me. Well, Michael, please tell us all about it. I know it's very to, important to you, are you trying to, to put Google face? in its place. For your boy, Tim. <laughs> yeah, Tim Apple. <laughs> Tim Blapples. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure everyone's browser's been updated by now. Although, if you haven't relaunched it in a while, it's time to do so. Yeah, mine is mine just is complaining right now about an update. So uh, earlier this week, it just came out that there was some bug in Google Chrome, and the the problem was it was a you know it's what, what what one calls a zero day. Wasn't using enough memory. So 
Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it, and they found that people were actively exploiting this bug. So they were like, oh, you need to update now, you know? Dude, I wish they would say something. So I have the arrow up here, but I did not know what this arrow was for the longest time. It doesn't say, I always like, oh, Chrome updates. It does itself. <laughs> so, well, so k- kind of. So that's what I always thought. And then this arrow started appearing, and I was like, is this some weird plugin that I have in here that I shouldn't have? And I would go through looking, disabling plugins and shit, like trying to find what this arrow related to. Because I, you hover on the arrow, and it's like Google Updater. And I'm like, this is bullshit. This is some shady update, some shady plugin I have installed here, you know, that's going to put weather bug on my computer. So <laughs> I'm just like, so I've been ignoring it all week. Bonsai, I got, buddy. Yeah, Bonsai Buddy. Yeah, Bonsai Buddy. Mm-hmm. So I will update after the show. What does the exploit do, Michael? Please, please. Um, it whatever. must be a state Informers. sponsored. Is that the correct terminology? Uh, Are you serious? I mean, you know, if it's... I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I'm trying to see in this article, and I'm not sure it's actually telling us. Hmm. Uh, it says. It says it mainly targets Windows 7 systems. So if you're uh, running Windows hey. 10, you're probably okay. But Windows 7, long live. Oh, here Gross. we go. Here we go. You're running 32-bit? Of course. No, you're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Of course Google, not. Google just, like, blurted out this reminder for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, you said to remind you about something uh, last week. I do remember that. It was a hard reminder, too. What was it? It was something to do with me. I thought it was something to do with me. No. We're, we're supposed to be self-centered. It has to do with me. You know, like, <laughs> What is it, James? I don't know. I, I just looked at my phone. It's not there. It just There's a reminder for James, and that's it. Oh. I didn't say anything else. <laughs> no note or anything? <laughs> yeah, no note. Just great. <laughs> get oh, fucked. We have to, we have to, last, we have to re- re-listen to last week's episode. Yeah, and there's I'll, no I'll, reminder. I'll upload my... the raw recording. There's no... There's no reminder in my thing either, so, yeah. All right. All right, well, that's all I had for the Google Chrome issue. Oh, Mike, uh, I wanted to ask you, what do you know about Xenu? Our Lord and Savior, or? Well, uh, yes, but also (laughs) whatever that exploit was working with. Uh, I have no idea. Is it X enumeration or something? Oh, apparently it's the uh, apparently it's the kernel in Apple's uh, operating system. Oh, okay, that's pretty important then. Mm-hmm. I mean, or maybe it's part if, of it. It says if you care about that. You know, it's funny. It's it stands for it's one of those acronyms that's itself. You know, it's so it's like X is not Unix. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh, All right. Oh. Did we talk about that guy who who uh beat the mountain line up? That does sound familiar. Like I two or three we weeks did. ago? I think we did, did he stage it? It, it, was wasn't like, staged, it was a cat. But apparently the cat was he he uh, the cat was downgraded to like a two year old, which is still like an eighty pound cat. 
Yeah. Then it was downgraded again to a 50 pound, like 80 pounds to 50 pounds. And now they're like, uh, maybe 20, 30 pounds. It was like, it was a a main coon. It's basically a kitten. (laughs) It was a kitten. (laughs) Basically. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. I forgot about that. I wanted to put that in my, my after action report there, but I forgot. (laughs) I saw a couple memes with that guy. Yeah. It was like him sitting there, like talking about it. And some girl, some woman is sitting next to him, looking at him like, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like I want to eat that up, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's fucking funny. Uh, all right, move right. yeah. on to some entertainment. Mm-hmm. What is this vault? Oh, right. So uh, I don't know if you guys heard, you know. So the, so you know, the Disney vaults only open up every every so many years. Ah, uh, right. Are they you bringing know? the Lion King back again? If you know, if you want to watch Cinderella, you know you gotta you gotta jump on it quick, right? So uh, actually, so as you know, Disney is going to be coming out with a new streaming service, Ugh. right? Right, right. It's going to include every Disney movie. I like it. Every oh Disney shit! Movie. Oh shit is right. So just because of that, I'm sure a lot of people are going to sign up. By is Disney a publicly traded company? I don't who, know. Does someone own them? I'm sure someone owns them. Buy that. Buy that stock. You'll get. You'll make like nineteen dollars. Guaranteed. <laughs> so, do you think we'll see? Uh, what's it called? Song the, of the South. No, we're not going to see that. I doubt it. I don't know what Why? that is. It's the race. It's racist. <laughs> but it's a historical. <laughs> It's part of American culture. We're going to see the crows in Dumbo. Uh, probably. The crows are still in Dumbo. I remember them when I was a kid. They're still there. Oh, me too. Yeah, they're still there. No, but now, I mean, even then, people are like, "and eh, whatever." But now, people are like, "Oh my god," you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> I believe there was in uh, a previously like the original version. Do you guys remember the movie Treasure Planet? I don't know if that's Disney. But there was some there was some animated movie I want to say it was Treasure Planet where they had a uh, like I'll say a shuttle crash into the twin towers before that actually happened, mm-hmm. and they edited the movie to make it something else. That's interesting. I do remember that. I'd have so, to look it up, but that's Evan, for another is, time. It is a publicly traded company. By Disney. It's on the New York Stock Exchange. Its symbol is D-I-S. D's nuts. Dis nuts. Yeah. Invest in Big Mouse. (laughs) It's funny, though. The Zippity Doodah song from Song of the South is still around. It's still a thing that you think of with Disney. Dude, like two weeks ago, I had that song in my head for, you know, a couple minutes. I was like, where does this song come from? Oh, here, I'll send you Does it mean something? No. Because everyone a black knows guy. it. It's like a black guy, like an Uncle Tommy black guy, like, not Uncle Tommy, like a slave type black guy. It's like, zippity doo da, zippity day. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. it's, uh, it's apparently like, I've never seen Song of the South. I don't know what's in it. I've seen this clip a million times. But every time, Disney is very judicious and very, uh, what's the word? Uh, litigious when it comes mm-hmm. to this to Song of the South. Like they don't want anyone to know it exists. Okay. 
You know, I was like, because it's 2019. You know, are we allowed to see this now? <sighs> no. This this video there has no three F- three point nine million views. Yeah, there ain't <laughs> no fucking freedom of information request for Disney. Um, <laughs> no, what about the other ones? The fucking fucking Siamese cats. We are Taiwanese, if oh, you yeah. please. <laughs> what the fuck? Come on, yeah, Disney. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's fine. I think about that sometimes because you know I do have a Siamese cat. So <laughs> <laughs> Michael does this cat all the time. Michael's like, "Oh, you like ah, uh, you like Chinese food?" And the cat's like, "What the fuck, dude?" Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like wow. I like food. Give it I to do, me. I do <laughs> not. I do not do that to the cat. I just want to prove it. Clear. <laughs> <laughs> prove a negative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am not gay. Prove it. Uh. <laughs> I'll bet you they destroyed all the copies of Song of the South so it can never get out. I'd love to see it and see what about it is racist, though. There's obviously something about it that's really bad. I will take to my fellow internet digital hoarders slash archivists and see if I can come up with something. I doubt it's ever been digitized. It's that old. It's, it's, I Look, mean, we're man, talking about like Star Wars Holiday Specials. You know, I got that. Sixties. Okay. Let's see what I can do. Dude, I just pulled up the clip of We Are Siamese, if you please. It's fucking hilarious, actually. <laughs> People stop being so sensitive. It's great. I love it. <clears throat> Did you know there's a whole series of books uh, centered around two Siamese cats? No. Yeah, so they're murder mystery books. Oh, it's like they're they're a murderous duo. No. <laughs> Dude, we should write that book about <laughs> murdering Siamese cats. A murderous, murdering, like murdering them, or they are the murderers. They are the murderers. They are the murderers. Yeah. Ah, okay. I was like, God, you're a monster. You want to murder Siamese cats? <laughs> I love that. It's okay to kill people. The cats off limits. Yeah, it's true. It's not true. It is true. Except, I mean, except John Wick. Oh my God, I'm watching it now. It's so racist. <laughs> what, John Wick? No, <laughs> no. The Siamese cats. <laughs> oh, it's so racist. Like I'm sorry, it's super racist. Like is 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 to be Siamese even mean you're racist? I mean that you're Chinese. I mean Thai. T- yeah, it's yeah, it's not yeah, it's not even Chinese. Mean, it's being Thai. Siamese racist. No, I meant to say. I said I meant to say is being Siamese actually even Chinese? Because they have it like with the chopsticks and stuff. But it's Thai. Yeah, you're right. Yes, they're from. And look, they're like maybe we can wait to that gato. I like what the fuck are you saying? They are they are Sia, they are from Siam, which is now Thailand, right? So mm-hmm. I wonder if you go to Thailand, you'll see these cats just everywhere, just hanging out like worthless. You'll see them on sticks over a fire everywhere. Oh, that's horrible. No, I doubt that. Delicious. What do you think, Ninja? Is that All the right, guy so- that that can't stop moving, Evan? Uh, I don't know what you mean. Like he's fidgeting. What guy? Is it Ninja? I mean, there's a couple ninjas. The one that I'm talking about is from the YouTube channel Subied Everything. Oh, okay. There's also oh. the, the streamer. I'm talking. I'm talking about. This, okay, I'm thinking. Of and the South streamer. African guy. Amazing. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. 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 No. I'm, yeah. This. So I only know the streamer and the South African guy. So. All right. That's fine. Yolandi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yolandi. <laughs> Did you like that video of 
that I sent you uh, from Jack Black. I thought that was pretty funny. Did you send it to me? Yes. You watched it. Did I? You did. I when he's like, I got Ninja's email, but he emailed the oh, yeah. South African Ninja. Right, he, right. Like, he like threatened him back. He's like, oh, shit, wrong guy. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking great. Okay, so speaking of old racism, what do we got here for some 80s shows, Mike? Right, so I just put in here in the show notes 80s shows. So in honor of Jan Michael Vincent, I thought we could uh, we could talk about some of our favorite 80s shows. I have a couple lists here. And really, I want to kind of know, I, I want us to do an analysis of why there are so many shows that are similar from there. Um, I mean, not so many, but like more than one, which is odd. Like, okay, so there's the A-Team. Okay. Great show, right? We all know what that is. There's Knight Rider. Mm Mm-hmm. Great show. Mm Mm-hmm. There's Airwolf, starring Jan Michael Vincent. And then there's also another show, probably less well-known, but it was a movie and then it was a TV show called Blue Thunder. Okay. And so Airwolf and Blue Thunder are both about an advanced helicopter. Which is like a ridiculous concept that there's two shows like that. It is. So that's why I'm like, why are there two like that? It's so odd, you know? Well, Airwolf was super popular, and I think Blue Thunder just became this thing that it was like, oh, we need to be like Airwolf. Like, if you look at the Airwolf helicopter, it's really like the cheesiest, most hideous looking thing. (laughs) Like, nothing about it looks cool. It looks like a, uh, what's it called? Uh... There's a, a a helicopter that it's obviously from. I think it's called a, a Comanche. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think it's Comanche. Apache? No. I mean, Apache, yeah, but there's another one that I thought was the Comanche. It's super skinny. And it looks like it has the boxy cockpit design that the Blue Thunder helicopter has. But I saw recently, like today, we were like talking about this. And I looked at pictures of Blue Thunder, and it is just like, like somebody took a took a helicopter and they just box put a bunch of shit on the on the front, like clack 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 clack. clack. You know what I mean? Right. Like they like they let me build it in Space Engineers, <laughs> and they're like, here you go, you know, like it's just it's I don't know, man. It's cool. As a kid, I thought this was the coolest thing in the world, honestly. You know, um, I remember like in my twenties, I would listen to the Blue Thunder theme over and over again. You know, I mean, I Blue Thunder, uh, Airwolf theme over again. I can think of it. We talked about this with Jan Michael Vincent earlier, and I was just like, and my brain was like, you know, it's like, it's like, like, it's just in my head. You know, I know it. Like, without even thinking about it, I know it, you know. Um, and somewhere in a hard drive, I have a whole thing of 80s soundtracks and the, and the, the like in a playlist and blue thunders on there like six times so i mean (laughs) like i know it for sure you know and when i was a kid it was my favorite things you know i I had this belief that there was supposed to be some blue thunder slash airwolfy type show always on the air i was like when is that night rider type thing gonna happen where we have a blue thunder or an airwolf or night rider like Mm -hmm. where's that show oh we had viper yeah, but Viper yeah. was not half was as later. good as any of those. It was super uh, later, much later, and super lame. Yeah, you know, I, um, uh, th- Heat, Thunder in Paradise. That wasn't really a smart vehicle, you could say. They had advanced. the boat. 
What was the one we've talked about many times? Mantis. He had right. like something like a cool plane or boat or car. Or well, something, yeah, he's like, he's like Batman, you know. So he has like all kinds of shit, you know. Like he has a cool suit that lets him walk around. And then, and then he has. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> there he goes walking and shit, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't let being paralyzed or black keep him down. Uh, <laughs> that's right. But uh, no, I mean, yeah, he had the suit. He had the car, you know, some kind of jet fighter or whatever the fuck it was. I don't know, you know, some some craft, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's more like Batman, you know. They had like all the stuff, you know. Uh, it wasn't really like so. The other ones are really about the vehicle, right? I mean. Like Knight Rider, okay. I mean, it's named for Michael Knight, I guess. You know, but really, it's like the car is the star of the show, right? Yeah, Kit. You know, and Airwolf. It's fucking called Airwolf. You know, I mean, A Team. Okay, I don't know. I don't think the van is the star of the show. You know, but it is definitely a big part of it. It's the fifth yeah. member. But the you know what the van is like. And it's very when, iconic. You're like, that, that's a fucking eighteen van, you know? Like, yeah, but when you look at that van, like the pictures from the inside, there's nothing special about it. It's literally just a van. Oh no, nothing, yeah, no, of course. It's like that. That van is like a the lineage of like the car, the crazy car from Starsky and Hutch, or the Dukes of Hazard car. It's like one of those type of cars where the car is cool and different. And if you saw the paint job, you'd be like, oh, but there's nothing really special about the car. On its own, but like Airwolf, Kit, the Blue Thunder boat, uh, not Blue Thunder, uh, the Tropic Thunder, Thunder in Paradise boat. Um, didn't there, wasn't there a boat in Tropic Thunder? No, that's a movie about the guys, uh, (laughs) Vietnam guys. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, there's, when you see those things, you're just like, like, you know, like the vehicle is smart. It's like, hello, Michael. It's like a snooty asshole. You know, you're like, oh, he's better than me. You know, this car knows what's up. You know, I mean, <laughs> like you see that shit. You're like, this is cool. You know, it's just different. I mean, I'm not trying to take away from the other ones, but I'm, kids miss out on good stuff. They really do. Yeah. I don't know what kind of shows there are now. I mean, uh, they- NCIS, all those uh, other garbage shows that are all the same. Yeah. Again. I mean, all these just shows without are the same, cool vehicles. The same too, basically. But yeah, you know, it's like, I mean, I, I, you could boil down damn near every TV show to the same formula. To be honest, like mm-hmm. whether it's an A Team episode, a Knight Rider episode, a Star Trek: The Next Generation episode, hey, 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 uh, you know, an NCIS episode, you know, it doesn't matter. It's like, all right, something happens. They got to do something. They they almost can't pull it off, and then they pull it off, you know, and then. It's sad we're, Blue we're Thunder is sitting rusting on the back lot tour at MGM. It's sad. With no gun, its gun pod is gone, its propeller's gone, half the back of the ship is gone. It's sad. Hmm. It's in the Boneyard back lot tour. MGM I'm sorry, Studios. James. Yeah. Well, if you want to go, you can see it. It's on a tour, right? Uh, I don't want to fucking go there. It's stupid. I'd just go and cry and be upset. <laughs> you know what I want to do? I want to make. I want to. I want this to be in a. Um. I want to. I want to put this in Arma. Wow! Oh my God! They have so much cool shit in this backlot tour. I just googled it. No, oh, now you want to go? Now I do want to go. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that? It's in MGM. California. That, that California. Yeah, I think so. Oh man, I want to go. 
He's like, do you guys have an 80s show tour? Like, that's what I really want. (laughs) Like some guy in a Hawaiian shirt, sunglasses, khaki shorts above his knees, and like a one strip of uh, sunscreen on his nose. Like, we sure do. Dude, (laughs) they have a fucking, they have a Cylon fucking fighter from the original Battlestar Galactica. That's awesome. Oh, man, that is fucking cool looking. I want a Viper, though. Yeah, I want a Viper too. That that I do want. I want a Viper. I desperately want a Viper. You know what you guys should do? Plan to go take that tour, spend a few days in California instead of the Outer Banks. Oh, they have two Herbies. <gasps> Twinsies. Oh. I saw one yesterday. I was driving down and someone had like a 2013 or 14. Uh, Love Bug, and they had uh, Beetle, and they had it was all Herbie, had the Herbie kit on it. And I was like, I was driving down the road, I was like, (laughs) 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 you know, like, like I was an hour and a half late for work because I just followed them. Yeah, it was amazing though, man. I I was like, what a great pull, you know? I was like, yes, yes. I was so stoked when I saw that. Herbie, that's another one we can't. Not from the eighties, but we definitely got to add that to the list. Yeah, that's that for some reason just needs to really come back. Like they really need to re. Like we need TV to get back to the golden ages of TV where they did that kind of show, like about a guy or a gal in her car solving crimes, driving through the countryside, visiting a new small town every week. Like that, I want to see that show again. Hoping that their next leap would be the leap home. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I guess so. Um, they got a bunch of Indiana Jones shit here. That's pretty cool. So I know they remade Knight Rider relatively recently. And when I say relatively recently, maybe within the last 10 years or so. Um, and I guess it didn't didn't go anywhere. Uh, does anyone know if they've redone... These other ones, I guess A-Team, they made the movie, right? Right. But I guess Airwolf and Blue Thunder, we haven't seen anything from that, right? Nope. Yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah, those are, they're not going to redo those. It's not going to happen. Hmm. Which is sad, but it is what it is. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I well, think. Well, we got to have Lucifer. I mean, what else, you know, and and Young Sheldon or whatever. Ugh. Oh, I forgot that existed. Please. You forgot? <laughs> yeah, I've never seen an episode. Good. Kill me. Good. You, nor should you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Is Lori Laughlin in it? I, I I don't know. Okay. I hope not. She plays Sheldon's mom in The Big Bang Theory, so I was just curious. Really? Yep. Huh. Oh, Disney's closing the studio back lot tour. When? Uh, it's when you're like, we, we you're like I'm March, on a plane tomorrow, March fourteenth, September twenty seventh, twenty fourteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. So five years they're, ago, they're closing yeah. it in five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, James. Oh thank boy. You. No problem. That's the joy of the internet and the wave of depression hits. Yeah, you hear a thing exists, and <laughs> now it's been robbed of you. You can't have it anymore. Well, it had to have gone somewhere. Yeah, More than likely, the museums that curate movie, you know, movie history. So you know what? There's a whole very amazing back lot of uh, Disney World 
that is totally inaccessible. And that if you wandered back, wandered around back there, because I look, I had a trip where I went for like a month watching nothing but Disney things about Disney World, like Disney untold stories of doom and shit like that on YouTube, because YouTube is a place to find all that trash. So there's a whole back lot on Disney on the Dis- on the theme park where you can see all these old, you know, decommissioned rides and all kinds of back movie shit. And I didn't know that it was related to this back lot tour, but it must have been at the time. But maybe it's just sitting. I mean, I mean more than likely it's just sitting. And they're not doing anything with it. Right. You know? Hmm. So, sad. Sad. Anyway. But maybe there's hope. You should look up tours like that that you can go to. Well, if I cared enough about it, I'd make a museum or something about it, but I don't care that much. You would just make a museum? I mean, yeah. You know, you buy a warehouse and put all this shit in a warehouse somewhere and let people come for free to see it. Gotcha. You know? it's, it's a good business model. PT-73. You guys don't recognize this? Mihail's, from McHale's Navy. With Tom they have Arnold? that there. Yes, they have that there. <laughs> Holy shit. It's in the middle. It's like sitting in the middle of a Wild West town. <laughs> On stilts. <laughs> just like... Oh. You know? That's awesome. so ridiculous. Oh, my God, you mean, dude. You mean the one you're talking about? Or McHale's Navy from... The old one or the new one? Yeah. From with no. Ernest Borgnine. Oh, I don't... It says 1962, so it must be the Ornish oh, yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. That brings us right around. Brings us full circle. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, he was Commander McHale. Ernest Borgman. <clears throat> cool. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm sorry that you won't be able to see that particularly, uh, that particular backlot tour, James, but I do encourage you to seek out your true love. Of uh, American history, we got to go see uh, Steve Buscemi in uh, Escape from L.A. Get him to give us a tour. <laughs> Map to the Stars Roads, only fifty thousand dollars, man. It's a hell of a deal. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, <laughs> that'd be great. <clears throat> okay, James, tell us all why we should watch Neil Stryker and the Time Tyrant. Oh, dude, it's so the wrong link, too. What is it? The wrong link in Neil Stryker. Oh, yeah, it's a Google. It's a Google link. Um, (laughs) I will put the right link there. Um, Okay, so last night I was, like, on my favorite uh, site to find things that I don't want to pay to watch. And I was debating watching uh, Captain Marvel or Alita Battle Angel, which I still haven't paid to go see. But I'm gonna. I decided I gave in and said I'm not gonna. I'm gonna pay to see Alita Battle Angel. I want to give them my money. Uh, so I ended up watching Captain Marvel and I watched Neil Strike. The first thing I watched it was Neil Strike on the Time Tyrant. Something about it. I said, let me just look. You know, let me peek. So I I looked because it, it, you know on this particular site, which is Solar Movies. Let me just let you guys know here. SolarMovies.sc, a super sketchy site. Um, but I went. I, you know, it's like, I think the truest expression of a rating system is their star system, because the people who are watching things on SC, there's zero motivation to do any sketchy shit, like uprate something that's trash or downrates. Like, like no movie reviewers are going there to say, oh, it's a great film about the heart and soul's experience. No, they're like, is it good or bad? That's it. Simple. So... There's, and there's tons of trash movies up there. Tons and tons. Pounds and pounds of gallons of trash. 
Now you're so, talking my language, James. Yeah. So actually, it's a perfect site for you, Michael. Um. Oh wait. So now it <laughs> it's now it's solarmovies.ru. <laughs> uh. Um. So anyway, uh, let me just give you a, a quick. We'll just give you a quick one over. Okay. Uh, here's one. Do not be deceived. Be deceived. When a progressive minister, Leslie Reynolds, welcomes a seemingly sweet couple to her church, she suddenly finds herself entangled in a deadly dot, 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 zero stars. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Here's one. Um, let's see here. Okay. Oh, my God. I'll have to go watch that. Antitrust. They've got that up here. Anyway, they have a bunch of shit up here. Uh, this is, I'm not trying to fail to tell you guys illegal places to watch movies, but this happens to be where I watch movies. Um, the Pug List. Uh, what's this guy here? Oh, The Pugilist. Fuck. I'm <laughs> That's I'm fucking like, awesome. Movie about dogs? <laughs> You know what's funny? I was looking at it, and it's got a picture of a guy like like this whole thing, and I was like, the pug list. This dude's just beating down on packs of dogs. (laughs) Wow. The pug list. (laughs) I was like, pugilist? What is this word? Pugilist, motherfucker. Anyway. Now, having said that, and and James, you're very funny and a ridiculous man. Um... What is a pugilist or a, whatever? A fighter. A boxer. A boxer, yeah. Ah, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, a boxer. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> this is a good site for finding all kinds of weird random movies. So I was clicking through here, and on the latest movies listing was this Neil Stryker and the Time Tyrant. And I looked at it, and it had three stars, which I was shocked about. Because a lot of times things don't get, they get stars up here, and they're just trash. And they get like, they'll have one star, you know? Um, and I was just like, okay, this is, maybe this is worth my time. You know, I'll take a look. So I started, I started playing it and lo and behold, the first five minutes were amazing. And I was like, okay, I'm in, you know? So I, I did find it. I did Google it and found it streaming for free. If you have Amazon prime, so if you have Amazon prime, go find it and watch it. Um, but this movie is an amazing film. It took 10 years to make. It's got a pretty small cast. Um, there's some nudity, uh, some female full frontal nudity. Um, but it's funny and interesting. It's got, uh, what's his name, uh, guys? Uh, the guy from Star Trek? What's his name? I don't know. Walter Koenig? Koenig. Oh, Walter that Koenig. guy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was thinking yeah, of the bald guy. <laughs> oh, no, no. It's got Walter Koenig, and it's got a bald guy who... He was also in Star Trek for a couple episodes. He was in an 80s TV show. He was also in Star Trek. Oh, he was in. He was on Love Boat. How fucking stupid are we? He was in MASH. Oh, yeah, he was in MASH. That's right. He was in MASH. So you're talking to someone who's seen maybe 20 minutes of one episode of MASH ever in my life. He was in MASH. He was. uh, I would not know that. He was the British, snooty British guy who was in MASH. Yeah. Yeah, Also bald, you know, 30 years prior. Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's been acting for a very long time. Uh but so so that's what I'm saying. He was somebody. You know, he just hasn't done anything recently. But he has apparently you look at his IMDb, he's done a lot of random stuff, but he did he is dead. I'm pretty sure he is long dead now, at least by a couple of years. I believe so. Um but at any rate, so yeah, so the the couple people in it, um but it, it's just funny, man. I can't explain it. It kind of distills down all the eighties genre 
um, films, like action sci-fi films, and kind of just makes fun of them. But it's not in a way that's deprecating or makes you feel bad for enjoying those things. It's it's a schlock fest of its own accord. Uh, on, I mean, on its own. I mean, it's just I can't explain it. It's just go watch it. You're gonna enjoy it. It's very funny. A lot of puns. You're gonna have a good time. It doesn't take itself too serious. It knows what it is, but they've executed that kind of corny cheesy ball cheese ballness in a way that's amazing. You know, so definitely worth your time if you're interested. Thank you very much. And I'll put the trailer, a link to the trailer, in there. Yes. That'll be helpful. Okay. Um, who has got the next link here? Better Worlds. So that's mine. This is uh, a podcast slash uh, written stories put out by The Verge, but they're partnering with um, different authors. Uh, and so, like, every week or every couple weeks, they put out a different different short basically they're like little short stories mm-hmm. but they're all supposed to be like it says everyone all the stories you read now or a lot of them are very negative about the future all of these are more positive right okay so after humanity has built itself back up from near annihilation <laughs> right some of these have animations to go with them or audio to go with them but not all of them but um one of them is by so these are supposedly by well-known authors or well enough known authors. One of them is by John Scalzi, who I know James and I have both read books by him. Um, he does one called a model dog, which is, which is pretty good. I read that. Is it one a pug? Is it a, <laughs> is it a boxing pug? Uh, no, it, it was not. <laughs> so anyway, if you, if you get a chance check this out, um, you can subscribe to it in your, in your, favorite podcast app if you want to called better worlds um it's by the verge or you can just go to this website here i have the link there and they have all those stories listed here and links to it and everything so yeah cool that's it i'm not sure if they're still putting them out or if they're done now but is it like a seasonal maybe huh is it like a seasonal thing yeah, oh, Michael, sure. you sent me this. This was pretty good. They had a really good one about the the space one. Yeah, this one, a theory of flight. This one was really good. Was that where they're building the ship in their backyard? Yeah, and the model dog. That was a good one too. That was a cool one too. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the last one came out February thirteenth. So maybe that was the last one. I'm not sure. But, okay. But yeah, check them out. They're they're good. They're definitely good. As you heard, James just said he likes it. So and he doesn't like anything. No, I'm kidding. Um, but uh, he likes it, Mike. Yeah. He likes it. Yeah, exactly. Eat so, life yeah. cereal. Check it out. It's good stuff. It's very sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. all I got for that. This is a weird thing for the Verge to do, since they're like really they're just like, kind of like a cuck lordy libtardy fucking wow. I mean, you see what they That's did. That's the with future, the, James. The Tom Fuller they did with the fucking that hideous article, the right. hideous PC building fucking thing. Oh, that. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was. I don't know what they were doing there. There's still backlash coming from that, by the way. <laughs> really? Yeah they 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 had they their lawyers issued a bunch of takedown notices of the video like months later, and it, of course stirred the pot again. 
Don't they know not to anger the internet? Yeah, they're stupid. They're stupid. Mm-hmm. Great. Okay. Any uh, any games to talk about, James? I know you said you were you had been playing uh, more Division Two. Um, or no, it, I did. Is post the beta those, closed? No, the beta's closed now. I did play that thing though. Oh, the Intruder. You know, I mentioned the Intruder really quickly. I opened it up in Steam and I didn't link it, but it's a. Uh, I'll read you the the link here. The Ultimate Spy vs. Guard Simulator. Carefully sneak your way through the objective as intruders or use a variety of wide, a wide variety of special gadgets to trap your opponents as guards. The intruder allows you allows for stealth, teamwork, and environmental interactions never before seen in a multiplayer game. Honestly, the uh, the the graphical quality is like meh, but for what they're delivering, it looks like a hell of a lot of fun. It really looks good, and it's only twenty bucks. So, I'm not going to get it just yet, but I'll get it soon. I'm going to pick it up as soon as I can. Um, it looks like it's going to be very enjoyable to play uh, with a couple people. Uh, I just worry about the thing is when you play a game like this, you kind of want it to be tactical and give you that kind of cool like we're all sneaking together vibe, and I worry that it won't have that. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it, it's probably going to just be depending on if you get the right, if you get to play with the right people. Did you ever finish or make any progress on that sniper game that Mike and I watched you stream a while ago? Uh, you know what? I haven't played it again since. Okay, <laughs> I do have it still installed on my computer with the intent to go back, and I haven't gone back. Uh, just because it's it takes like you get to be like, okay, I'm going to dedicate three or four hours to this right now. And I spend too much time making boxes and space engineers. <laughs> um, probably because I just know space engineers really well. And I'm super lazy and space engineers chills me out. Like I can just come there, go into space and decompress literally mm-hmm. and figuratively and not think about <laughs> anything <him>. else. <laughs> That's pretty funny. James. Right, cool. Um, you guys want to talk about, uh, Food or anything at all? Health stats? Well, Evan, uh, I, I see you didn't put anything in here, so I'm wondering if that's on purpose. But uh, For what? Well, I, I know you were telling me about something you're going to be... You're going to be doing... Uh-huh. Some kind of new, new approach. Uh... Are you talking about the legal one or the gray area one? Uh, well, I, I I thought it was all legal. I don't know. I mean, it's not necessarily illegal. <laughs> what do you want to know? No, I mean, I don't I don't know if you wanted to dis- discuss it or not. Um, uh, I have half a bag of, of uh, half of a small bag of Doritos next to me. I finished my one month fast refeed experiment. Uh, dropped about uh, almost 28 pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that was a success. Um, like, now I'm going to abandon that entirely and go for no, something no, no. else. Overall, when I did a, an original five, I'll just say five week run of, uh, animal food only slash carnivore diet some months ago. So from that starting point to Friday morning, I don't know. I didn't weigh myself yesterday or today because it's my, it's my my free weekend, bro. Um, but to that point I lost about 50 pounds. 
Okay. So I'm trying to keep that going. Um, I'm going to be designing my own program, probably, or at least half of it, for the next two months, and eating a primarily carnivore slash targeted ketogenic diet, eating around work, eating as close to immediately post workout as possible. We'll see what becomes practical. Try to keep that going. Um, and then after that two months, I have a following, I have a three month experiment, which is mm. privileged information. Oh, okay. And, um, I don't have, He's gonna I don't literally have, I don't have the tools person. for that yet. He's going to literally <laughs> kill a person and sacrifice them to like, I don't know, <laughs> the like, fucking Chinese grilled eggplant God or some wild shit. Who knows the fuck this like, guy's going to Are you do? familiar with bathtub organ transplants? <laughs> He's like, have you heard of DYI stem cell? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what they do in the first episode of Venture Brothers. What organ transplants? Yeah, it, right yeah. in a bathtub, filled yeah. with ice. Got. Yep, that's how you do it. I mean, we've all seen Minority Report. Even though that was eyes. Yes, that was eye transplant. Yep. But yes. So, anyways, I'm doing all right. Trying, you- just trying to keep. Chipping away at things, you know. Did you get that uh that stuff you ordered? Get that thing I sent you? No, not yet. Not yet. It's in Alabama, as far as I know. Is that is that close? Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> we got a bunch of geography experts over here. <laughs> yeah, I could I could be in Alabama in like two and a half hours. I see. Okay. Yep. Alright. So Well you'll have to let us know. Sorry, you'll have to let us know how it uh, how it all goes. In five months, I'll let you know. Google, remind me five months to let them know. I, yes. I don't have any devices like that, so it just did nothing. Like, hey Siri, call nine one one. Lockout <laughs> changes. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. You know, I was thinking about that in movies like War Games and stuff where it's like, oh, yeah, hit the lockout changes button. It's like, A, why does that exist? And B, what is the purpose? Right. (laughs) Other than to create problems later. Havoc? Yeah. It's like, oh, no, the bombers can't be recalled now. They're past the line of no return. Like, why (laughs) is that a thing? Like, (laughs) yeah. They're out of communications range. Radio doesn't go that far? Wait. Yeah, no. No, no, no. All right. Anything uh you would like to report on mm. the matter of on the subject of health? Well, I I've, I've been doing what I want when I want, right? And uh is with, it working out with the desired with the not the desired, but the expected outcome. Okay. Good. So so you have further proof uh, from your experimentation, you have more. You have more data to support your argument. Yes, that the crime does not pay. That's, mm-hmm. that's correct. Mm-hmm. McGriff, yes. the crime dog. Yep. Mm-hmm. You sponsor must take the a podcast. bite out of crime. Get it? <laughs> then you punch uh, in the face because you're you're on the pug list. <laughs> right. So yeah, that's about it. You've been walking. Going to the basement gym? Nope, nothing. 
Okay. Nada. So I mean, this nothing. Is, I've been doing what I want when I want. And it, that's that, fine. So that does not mean walking or anything. I, I take will, a rascal across the street now. That's it. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's like I Uber to work. Like, so you pay for some guy to make a U-turn? Yep. It's like, essentially, yes. Thanks, bro. <laughs> it's like, that man, that walk kills me every day. So, I won't remind you again, but you have nine months. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't forgotten. Okay. That's why I was a little worried about your, uh, when you told me your whole your whole thing the other day. On uh, Friday, you're telling me, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try this new thing or whatever. I'm like, I don't know. Okay. What do you mean? I don't know if it's going to go like the if way. I'm, you- if I'm dead to be able to hold up my end of the bargain? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not worried about that. I'm more worried about, you know, you're not going to get the results you hope you will. That's all. Oh, I mean, so for the for the second three-month experiment, it's really going to be an extension of the more uh, immediate two-month experiment just with some extra quote-unquote supplements. Mm-hmm. I see. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, we'll see. We'll see yep. how it goes. Yeah. Yes, we will. We'll see. Everyone will see the truth the way, by force. The truth and the light. Yep. That's the name of our new cult, by the way. There we go. Isn't that that's a religious thing? Probably. He's the way, the truth, and the light. Y- yes, it is, James. Thank you. Allah bin Slalab. No, it's-, <laughs> <laughs> it's like thank you for joining us over, yeah. over here. On the- <laughs> I'm like about to do, I'm like about to do this thing. I don't know what I was doing just then. I was like, uh. <laughs> that's like when I saluted, you know, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like heel click, double arm behind the head salute. What? Yes. <laughs> Oh man, the joys of alcohol. Yep. <sighs> All right. Okay. James, you want to chime in on this, or you're you're good? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I mean, I, I, we talked about it a little bit earlier today. I just feel like I don't know. I'm experimenting with my body to see what's gonna get me to be like back to where I was. Uh-huh. I think I think it's an experiment that's gonna work. I mean, I'm just going to eat as little as possible this week to Back see to if where you me. were what I mean, just to be able to like walk around without being like fucking out of breath mm-hmm. all the time. You nice. know what I mean? Like, I think I've lost weight, but I haven't checked because I broke my scale and I bought the replacement scale a long time ago and I can't find it. So, oh, God, Ooh. so much bless you. There's a lot of weight there behind that one. <laughs> See, I'm gonna burp the weight off. Yeah. yeah. So, but I feel like I feel like there's, I feel like I gotta find that right mix of things, you know. So I'm just gonna eat as little as possible this week, you know. I, last week I was like eating like one egg and one piece of sausage in the morning. This week I'll eat one egg and one piece of sausage, no lunch, and then for dinner like a piece of sausage or something and like some vegetable. You know, and just try to keep it super lean because I got to figure out what's going on. Like I, I'm super gassy. I'm I'm farting all the time, <laughs> you know, or I'm not farting all the time. That's the problem. I'm bloated. I got to figure that out. But I don't know. We'll see. You could and have I gotta get back in the gym. You could have no breakfast, a small lunch, and a big dinner. Mm, no. Okay. I might go no breakfast, small lunch. 
but mm-hmm. no big dinner. I can't do big dinner. I'll feel like crap. I just honestly, I mean, I it'll food. put you to I, sleep. I, I food has become like, how can I say this? Imagine a heroin addict who's who who some reason doesn't have the same results as other. Like he never ODs. He just gets really high, and then the next day feels fucked up. Uh huh. I've done hair. I've done so much fucking heroin <laughs> that I just feel like. You know, and I haven't had the horrible adverse effects of like dying or like needing um, needing to go to the hospital. But I'm like so tired of the high that now I'm psychoanalyzing the high and being like, what is it about this high? You know, so that's why I'm with food right now. Like food is great and I love it. But now I'm just like trying to beat myself out of the thing that makes me go to food for solace. You know, mm. like I feel depressed, I feel down of food, you know, like it makes me it's like quick happy, you know, so now I'm trying to like break that and figure out why that is where my head is at. And I know why that is, but I'm I'm trying to get out of that habit because food just makes me feel like crap. You know, like if I could just eliminate eating like the way I've almost eliminated shitting, you know, <laughs> life would be good. <laughs> I haven't eliminated shitting, by the well, way. I'm just eliminate that. eating and that will eliminate shitting. Yeah, that's for, technically for the, for the most part. For the most part, yeah, yeah, I can attest to that. Yeah, that's that's a big plus. It is a big plus. That was like my major, you know, revelation for why you might like fasting. So you don't have oh, to shit. I hate shitting. Yeah, yeah. So the problem with fasting for me is, I like, I really so I enjoy. Like I no, I really enjoy the texture of some foods, and so I've, I've I used to think, oh, I like the way this tastes. I don't like the way it tastes. Most of the stuff I prepare tastes like blah, mm. you know. It doesn't taste phenomenal, but I love the texture. You know, if someone can invent something that could simulate certain textures, like steak, you know, like a, a, a like juicy a rare steak. Like if we could turn make a tofu steak that had the texture of steak. Mm-hmm. And like that bloodiness of steak that steak can get, perfect. I don't need steak. I'm good. Or like that texture of a nice firm piece of broccoli. You know yeah. the top of the leaves and the stalk and the bite. Or like the texture of like scrambled eggs with some ground meat in it, mm-hmm. or scrambled eggs with some kind of meat and vegetables in it. And maybe you get that occasional bite of the perfectly cooked onion. Like, that's what I want. And I know I'm asking for a lot. I know I'm asking for magic. I'm just saying that, like, that's what I like about eating. It's not that I like eating or that I like feeling full or that I'm like, oh, food. You know, it's not that. It's just the texture. Like, if I could just put the shit in my mouth and just chew, that'd be fine. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I, I very, very seldomly feel hungry, believe it or not. But I sometimes feel like I need to eat something. The act of eating is calling to me, you know. <laughs> right. I don't I know. Understand. I relate it to cigarettes. It's like cigarettes. I I hate eating now because it's like smoking. You know, like I was here the other day and a couple friends invited me out and I was like, I know if I go hang out with them, I'll get a cigarette. So part of me wanted to go hang out with them to get a cigarette. But then I was like, dude, come on, just chill. You know, because I know what's going to happen the next day. My throat's going to feel a little achy and I'm like, do I have cancer this time? You know, (laughs) so because I'm like a hypochondriac. So I'm like, I just got to chill. You know, so I got to stay my ass home, not get a cigarette. I want to see my friends, but I got to just chill, you know, and it's the same thing with eating, you know, 
Mm-hmm. If Michael called me at the end of the show, for people who don't know, at the end of the show, after we close the show out, before Michael gets off for the day, he says, what are you guys doing? You know? And in that con- in that conversation starter, in that little, that little, <laughs> that little, what are you guys doing is a loaded request. Okay. <laughs> it is heavily laden with potential. So he's asking like with potatoes and cheese. Well, no, he's asking Evan, right? So Evan obviously lives a billion miles away and Evan's like, Oh, I'm going blah, 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 blah. Concert, this, that, whatever. Play Twitch, play whatever, whatever. He's going to do whatever. Okay. He asked me. And I'm like, oh, I'm home, blah, 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 blah. But then Michael, he'll say what he's going to do. And he might be like, I'm going to fuck with a child to roll on a bed of rare meat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, he might be going to do something phenomenal. And in that tone, it might be a slight invitation laid out to me, like, come join me. Would you like to join? Oh, there's a phone mm-hmm. I should have muted. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so... He he might be saying to join, but he I mean it doesn't. That's very rare. It's very rare. Maybe it's happened once where we've like met up after the show and gone to eat. But I'm just saying. So otherwise, you know, uh, for the most part, I can kind of control it. So I got to do better about that. You know. Okay. Anyway, that's it. Well, I wish you the best of luck. I'm. Well, you know, we'll talk about it more off air. Mm-hmm. All right, Mike's like I was going to get something to eat today, but I guess not. That's right. Thanks a lot, James. It's all your fault. You've ruined my life. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, (laughs) speaking about ruining lives, skip down to the extra section. Um, With all the, since actually a thought occurred to me, we were talking about the uh, imposition and the invasion of the Chinese into Africa. It seems along with the deforestation and the increased presence of humans, um, not only has the chimpanzee population dropped dramatically, but uh, we're imposing ourselves and we're destroying the chimpanzee culture. Now, what this article says by that, or means by that is, some of the behavior we used to observe, like, you know, if they took a rock and smashed, uh, smashed open the shell, of a nut or something on another rock, you're like, wow, they're evolving, they're learning. But that tends to make a lot of noise. And that now might attract people and poachers, and those chimpanzees might die. So either they're deterred by that, which is not unreasonable, or they do die and never get to show that technique to anyone to anyone else. Um We've seen videos of them taking like a twig, stripping off the leaves. Uh, I've seen chimpanzees do it. I've seen orangutans do it. Stick it down an anthill, pull it out full of ants. They got a nice little ant kebab there. Same kind of thing. Deforestation kills that environment. You don't see as much of that anymore. So we are chopping off that uh, that limb, that proverbial and literal limb for the uh, evolution. Of our closest kin. Mm-hmm. That's what just are the implications of this? Uh, the chimpanzees die. Africa becomes uh, even more chaotic. I don't know about the last that, one. Is that where the only? Is that the only places where they are? Primarily, I mean, they're in zoos and everything, but that's well, yeah. much different. Evan, we're not they related have, to monkeys. We're sovereign citizens made by God. I understand. They're, to hold hold our fire. Dude, I pride. had that I had that brief conversation with someone very drunk saying 
we're not. He said, no, he said, I'm not related to no monkey and no fish. <laughs> I was like, okay. Where'd the fish come from? I don't know. No, because people. They, it's a, a coelacanth. You know, no, there's a staying thinking we're coming at you walked out of the water. Oh, well, you know, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay. But anyways, thought I'd just put the article in there. Oh, did you hear about this? It's linked what? in the description. It's in the thing here. <clears throat> I forgot about this. I heard about it just yesterday. Elite Canadian wolves airdropped into Michigan to kill a moose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I heard I heard about it. I was like, Yes. Like they've been training for years, dude. Yeah, because we killed all the wolves off. That's true. Because we're horrible in America. So there's like, like apparently wherever they drop these off, off there's four wolves, four. Mm-hmm. So they brought three males and a female from Canada and air dropped them in, and they immediately dropped in, found the pack trail, and ran and joined the other pack. That's because great. there's a moose. Because there's a moose problem in fucking in fucking Michigan. I like it. I'll have to read through this yeah. this article now. I will link it in the description. All right. What do we got next, Mike? Okay, so first up, uh, I got an article here. I just didn't know where else to put it. Uh, so if you have cataracts. Mm-hmm. So right now, the, the, the only solution we really have is they have to go in and kind of clear those out. Yeah, my dad had surgery for that a few months ago. Yeah, so now that it turns out there, uh, so there was a study published recently. They do they're doing it with eye drops. Interesting. It'll, it'll just dissolve them. I mean, they are, as far as I know, sort of like I'll say coagulated protein deposits. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested to to read this. Thank yeah. you. So that looks interesting. Then the other article I put here, the number two, related but not really, uh, people are be reported being cured of AIDS. They're being cured of HIV. Well, the, this article says AIDS. But, okay. But yeah, whatever. it's a bone marrow transplant plant, though. That's a and it's it's to 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 I I don't mean I don't mean to be a bubble buster, but it's like to get cured, you have to have. This type of cancer that you got from having HIV, and they replaced the bone marrow to kill to get rid of this type of cancer as a possible fix for that. And it just so happens that the new bone marrow is treated with whatever that I think the cancer does something to the bone marrow that makes it so when you replace the bone marrow or whatever, it's like, oh, yeah, the can't the AIDS can't take hold anymore or something. You know, like it just doesn't, they, it doesn't work anymore. And you're all of a sudden cured of, of, of both things. This so. is opening the door for the evolution of super AIDS. Dude, let's fucking go, please. <laughs> Crack like this I'm fucking planet we need in half plague, with super you know? AIDS. We do need new plague. We absolutely do. As long as it's not airborne, I'm good. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I, I never don't go have outside. sex with nobody, so I'm good. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he right. got super AIDS. Look at him. He got a dick growing out his head. <laughs> it's licking. Next article I have here is just the, the Pastafarian one. Yes. So it was in Arizona that a guy got his driver's license with while wearing a, a colander. Because uh, he's like, this is my religious beliefs, yo. But like you at said, least James, it, I guess they're going to they're gonna avoid it. Unfortunately. 
At least he used a metal colander, though, and not the plastic one. Right. So I trust him. Oh, well, thank you for linking that. James is uh, adding a link to the Wolfpack article, I believe. Yeah. And got something um, else in there. Yeah, so this last one was one that I wanted to talk about, but I didn't. So basically, a Detroit, Detroit cop posts racist video of a black woman in a freezing cold after he seized her car. I don't remember what she did. I think she like her plates or something were bad, or she had something going on. But he took a picture of her. So she's walking away. He sends her home, and she's only like a few blocks away from her house, like maybe a mile at the most. But he sends her walking home, and he's sitting in his car with his partner, and they did offer her a ride home. She said no and decided to walk home. He films her with his phone, posts the video on Snapchat, and the video says what black girl magic looks like at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And on the top says celebrating Black History Month. And he said, bye, Felicia, in the video. <laughs> so I, I, I posted this not because I was appalled, but because I thought it was funny. Okay. Obviously, this is fucked up, you know, but <laughs> the sense of humor on this cop is really a fucked up sense of humor. Would I like him to do this? And do I think it's not racist? Of course, it's racist, but <sighs> the irony is so great, you know? <laughs> I mean, it, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, and this cop was fired, by the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Explain to me. It what it, say that what it says he was reassigned? No, no, that was that's this is old. He was let go. He was let go like soon after this article came out. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's not. This he's is not. from about a month ago. Yeah, he was let go. So, what is black girl magic? It's a it's a it's a thing. Is I don't it know. an They're, attitude thing? No, it was a T-shirt that came out uh, a long time ago. And the t-shirt was like, it was like black girls would wear it. Like, I got black girl magic. I don't know what it was about or where it comes from. I'm sure it's like, fuck you, Harry Potter. I don't know. Who knows? You know? But um, that's what it's from. And then they just kind of, it's just a thing, you know? Okay. This is what black girl magic looks like. And I'm sure if you're a black girl, you might take pictures of you and your friends drinking wine at the wine festival. Like, this is black girl magic. (laughs) <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I guess. You guys couldn't see what I was doing in the video, but there's a whole thing happening. There's some gyration. Um, yeah. But I guess that's what it's about. But obviously, he misused it here in mm. February. And actually, there's a video uh, that the ETC News guys or Internet Today News guys put out <laughs> talking about all the fails uh, in during Black, all the Black History Month fails, <laughs> you know, um, which are pretty funny. So, yeah. But no reason to go over that. It's a bunch of foolishness. You know, teachers dressing up in African clothes, doing blackface. Yes. Uh, And Evan, there's one thing I I forgot to put in the show notes, and I feel like we have to talk about it, even if it's just for a couple minutes. What, what, what? R. Kelly. What about him? My mind's telling me no. So he did an interview with. Gail King on CBS, <laughs> and he lost his mind. It's great. Okay. It's so, so good. I, I have not had the heart to actually watch it, because I'm like, it's going to be so bad. 
Dude. But I've just seen stills and stuff of it, and uh, I'm like, oh my god. Dude, let me find the remix. Oh no. <laughs> the remix, dude, there's okay, a fucking great. remix of it, where someone, like, oh my god, they put a beat behind it and did, like, a whole thing with it. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Oh my god. Hold on. R. Kelly. I'm gonna find it. I Gail. also have not seen the video. But you know what I'm talking about. I uh, yes, I know it exists. I didn't know who he did an interview with. Well, now now you do know. Yes, I do. Who Thank you he, for who shedding some light. An interview with Gail King. There you go. See the test. You it fucker. Was. You passed. I don't listen. Congratulations. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't either. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. It's like, who did R. Kelly do an interview with? R. Kelly? No. <laughs> yeah. Gotta find it. Oh. Should I continue while you find that link, James? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the end of the show, folks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anything else you guys want to talk about? James is going to put the link to the R. Kelly uh, breakdown remix. In his uh, in his extra section, here we go. For everyone to enjoy. Here we go. Put, found <laughs> I it. Got okay. it. So I'm just gonna put it in here. I before we leave, okay. I want you guys to just. I'm gonna tell you what point to jump to. Okay. Let me post it in here. Link. Case. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, just jump to like 30 seconds in. Oh, that's like a drum and bass beat. Yeah. <laughs> and and so people are celebrating Gail King. They're like, she just keeps her composure. <laughs> she just, right. Gail King's like, go ahead, fool. You mm-hmm. know, she's just like sitting there, like, just like, and look, I want to give Gail King the fucking D. I'll fuck the shit out of some Gail King. Let's go. She's okay. sexy as shit for an old bird. She can get it. That's true. Isn't she like 65 now? She's thick, too. She's thicky five is what that heifer <laughs> is. <laughs> so, yeah, Gail King, get it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I, I hadn't noticed her until this, but her composure and her just like her sex appeal is through the roof right now for me. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, but, yeah, R. Kelly, <laughs> this fucking dude needs to pack it in. He should have gone on this show and say, look, I love young girls. I diddled them. I have a problem. I need help. You know, my music career is everything to me, and I fucking destroyed myself. Like, he should have just pulled a Cohen, been apologetic. I'm sorry. I fucked up. I want to do my jail time. I want to be somebody. You know, whatever. You know, I can still add to the world. I can still add to music. You know, I need help. But instead, he going to go up there crying and boohooing and crying. This motherfucker had those girls locked up in a house, <laughs> fucking them. They're little girls. Get it together, R. Kelly. I know 17-year-olds are cute, but you can't fuck them. I'm sorry, dog. Or 15-year-olds or 12-year-olds or whatever the fuck he was doing. You can't. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, and that right there is what's wrong with America. Well, you know, look, a 17-year-old I, is rightfully, you could say, you could look at her and be like, is she legal? Maybe mm-hmm. you could be confused. Because all the fucking shit we put in food now, the titties are big, they got asses. You're like, hmm, what's going on? But a 15-year-old, 14-year-old... 
you know that's a little kid. It's clear. Mm-hmm. It's clear. You know, there's no confusion. That's a child, and you got to chill, bro. And even a 17-year-old, if a girl says, I'm 17, you'll be like, I'll see you in a year, dog. Exactly. You know, this is so simple. Just wait a year. You could just mack on her for a year. Then when she turns 18, deliver her the package. Right. You know? <laughs> yep. Anyway. Well said, James. Well said. <laughs> Oh, okay, God. how come you're not on R. Kelly's staff, dude? These fools don't need they. You know what? They don't. They got idiots on their team. His brother. They interviewed his brother. He's a he likes young girls. What's the problem? From jail. <laughs> from jail. <laughs> from jail. They, he they said interviewed that. him from jail. Yeah, this is a couple of years ago. He said that he's a likes he likes young girls. What's the problem? You know. Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't interview the guy in jail, huh? Maybe that's. Not I mean, you know, the, R. Kelly's <laughs> stupid. It's like R. Kelly, Soldier Boy. He's like, this console gonna sell, man. It's gonna be fine, dog. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you just got. Come on, man. He's doing it again, too, by the way. He's doing it. <sighs> These guys don't fucking stop. They're by stupid. By the way. Yeah. Did you get yours? I bought a. I bought the Game Boy version of that. From yeah. the actual company that manufactures it, it was like fourteen dollars shipped. Yeah, totally worth it. <laughs> Definitely get one. Uh, how I'll many put, games? I'll on put it? a link in there. A hundred and sixty something games. Is it Game Boy games? There's like all kinds of shit. There are some Game Boy games. Some, uh, one of them is uh, some of the it's names a, are different. It's, it's like Shing Shao Pop Adventure. Like what? No, I mean so it was like Ninja Gaiden. Like okay, so that's normal. And then Double Dragon, but then. Uh, one of the games I played was called like Turtle Power, so I started it and it was like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> so they know what's up. Yeah, yeah, definitely <clears throat> worth it. So would you say it's mostly NES games or uh, Genesis games or yes, both? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I want to say the original you- Mortal Kombat is on there. So, but that's Genesis. So, do you yeah, think if you Genesis. cracked it open, there'd be like a fucking uh, Arduino in there that just plays ROMs? Uh, yes, because I mean, yeah, it's there's a, a reset button Pi or a whatever. Yeah, oh, there's a reset like, button. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you, you can choose. Remember, I have this. I have this case. Look, yeah, I that's have this right. Case for my iPhone that plays right. that plays. It has NES ROMs on it. Yeah, you know, so it's the same. Like I have, I have Excite Bike on here. You know, like. that's an awesome game. <laughs> Excitebait is the game when you can build the course, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wish I was multiplayer. That game was so much fun. It's so much fun playing it like Excitebike. You should see uh, if there's a modern day equivalent. You'd enjoy it. But yeah, anyways, definitely worth $14. All right. So you'll put that link in there, right? <laughs> yeah. And awesome. uh, it's it's rechargeable via USB and it's a cell phone battery in the back of the thing. Hmm. It's not like double A's or anything, so I'm sure this will last forever. I think one of us needs to watch the R. Kelly special, by the way. I still haven't watched it. I nominate you. I don't want to watch it. I can't. I nominate you also as the Michael, you got to watch it. No, you're a member of the black delegation. Michael, you realize many people, (laughs) as a member of the black delegation, (laughs) we draft Michael Blower as a new black person this year. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'll I'll try to take a look at it this week if I can find where it is. I don't have cable, so it comes. I don't have cable. It's I on just Lifetime. Have, I just have solarmovies.ru or whatever. No. <laughs> no, it comes on Lifetime. It's on Lifetime or, or Own or some shit like that. I got to find where it is. 
I'll look for it though. I'll, I'll, I'll figure not, it out. Not OAN. No, no. The Oprah Winfrey Network. Yeah, it's on yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, not one one American News. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> not that. Are you my dad? Yeah, no. He doesn't watch that, does he? Oh yeah. I don't know if he does now, but for a long time that was his primary television news outlet. Do you tell him that's for rich wow. people? Uh, no, I didn't know what it was when I first saw it, and then you told me it was owned by the same people who do like the Super Yacht Channel. Yeah, yeah. For rich and people. by that time, I had already left and didn't care. Yeah, it's it's a it's a news news network for rich people. Yeah. Oh, makes sense. That's definitely why my dad watches it. He's one of them. <laughs> Anyways, we'll get out of here. Uh, thank you all for listening. If you want to get in touch with us, send us an email, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Check out our website, iopanelpodcast.com. You'll find all the links to our social media, RSS feeds, ways to support the podcast with Amazon Affiliate, and Pillager slash Patreon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're considering uh, adding a method for a one-time contribution if you feel particularly generous. Um, we'll definitely keep you up to date on that. Uh, hope you've enjoyed the show, and we'll talk to you next week. Mm-hmm.